football number? Just now. Yes. Hello. Let me say it again. Terry Schiavo is dead. She died. I had the she un- died. I had the over. Just this moment. I'm dying over here. She fact, died. That was our poll today. The poll is other than politicians, whose death do you most eagerly await? Yeah. And interestingly enough, she was just edging out Jerry Falwell. Falwell's so, improving. Who said that? His condition went from critical to serious. Well, guess what? When you don't mess with our poll, man. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, uh, she was leading the poll, and all of a sudden, uh, that was it. They don't even have to worry about that Cube. anymore. And I'll fall while he, by default, he's moved to the top. Don't mess with us, Jerry. And don't mess with Mo. Who? Mo. <laughs> now, what, what's that story all about? I had a couple of spy reports. Of course, his good, close, personal buddy, the Greek man, uh, continuing to run around the building, spreading discontent and crap everywhere he goes. But the stories are all over the building that um, there was kind of a tirade. I didn't hear it because I raced out of here to go to Woodbine right at 2 yesterday. Yeah. Had a good day. I didn't hear it either. But evidently there was quite a uh, tirade about demanding to be called by my real name. My name is Howard David. You know, you see, it's one thing to get along and to try to coexist, and that's fine, and that's what we ought to be doing. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, when you have this selective sense of humor where one day it's okay and it's amusing and the next day it's not, then, uh, you know, just uh, too much of a hard-ass man. Let your hair down. It's one thing to take it off, but let it down. I don't really pay much attention. One Come way on, or the cut other. the crap. Don't pay uh, much attention. I saw that voodoo doll in there. Are you kidding me? Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you kidding? Uh, I, I'm just uh, trying to fight this. Uh, I got the crud. Yeah, me too. So Only I, I'm successfully. You see how much better I sound to them? Get my voice back. Uh, I oh, just I got to, it today. You know what it is? It's the, Well, I don't know what it is there, but here it's a change of season. Uh, I can tell you what me. it is here. The Beast came in two days ago with it. Oh, yeah. Well, he, now he I got it. Spread, he likes to spread it around. Yeah. That's what Clarence told me. So there was a tirade here yesterday? Uh, evidently, about, uh, I, I didn't hear it. I'm just piecing together the, maybe we'll get a spy report when we start taking our calls. I have no idea. I, I, you know, I came in here so early that I didn't see anybody today, so. And I mean, you know, as far as coexisting, that's fine. I promote everybody's show, and I know you do, but I, I don't know if you do. I guess you yeah, do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. We're all trying to like we'll be on it, too. That, does, that doesn't mean we all love each other like crazy, although I think in most cases we all like each other a lot. In mo- ca- most cases... But uh, not necessarily. I mean, when you do evil things to people, I mean, just evil, nasty, hateful, rotten, unacceptable things, and then expect everybody just to forget about it, just, it's not going to happen. It's just, uh, you know, this isn't going to happen. It'd be like uh, Scott Peterson's wife, if Lacey came back now, she could just come back for a day and he, he would expect her to, like, embrace and love him. You know, it probably wouldn't happen. Well, now he's gone to the slammer. Robert Blake is out. Michael Jackson, I guess that's, that'll surface back to the top again. What are the media going to go nuts about now? I don't know. Well, I guess they'll go nuts about whether uh, she's cremated or not. That's the next big story. Yeah, nobody cares about that. That's I mean, small, it's that's all over. Just, yeah. Yeah. And Jesse Jackson couldn't save her. Yeah, well, what's he going to do now? Well, he, I guess he'll go back to I have a problem. question. Uh, I always have a question for you. Yeah, I know this. Do you think they paid him to come in? He usually gets an honorarium wherever he goes. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me, or at least paid his expenses. It kind of reminds me of O.J. in that golf tournament that I had that time where certain people paid for his expenses to come in, even though I, I demanded that he not be anywhere near there and not to have anything to do with it, and I was lied to. And they paid his expenses. They flew him in from California and uh, evidently, you know, wined and dined and put him up the whole deal. That was amazing. Probably like that. Yeah. Well, maybe. And, I'm, and, and you know, I'm glad you reminded me yesterday because, you know, it's more up your alley anyway with the, with the sports thing, but about Johnny Cochran and the black coaches and everything. He became a professional Militant black is what he became, as opposed to a real, you know, all-around attorney. He became just a professional uh, black. 
Everything he turned into a black and white issue, including the O.J. trial and including Michael and everything else. That's the one thing I had against him. Well, he defended P. Diddy. Diddy. Yeah. Well, now, that's two things I have against him. P. Diddy, Diddy. Yeah. Now, just don't P. Forget, Diddy. Don't forget what he said. If, if it doesn't fit, you're full of Schmidt. <laughs> All right, well, so uh, Terry Schiavo's gone. And let me ask you this. What happened to Marsha Clark? I was channel surfing last night, and our close personal friend uh -huh. loaned me $50. He, uh, he had his uh, second Johnny Cochran panel on there, and he had Chris Darden and Marsha Clark on there. What, ha what the hell did she didn't have a makeover? She had a miracle. I haven't seen her. All of a sudden, now she's a blonde. She's got a different head, a different really? nose, a different uh, body. She's like, uh, I don't know what that's all about. Maybe she's trying to score. Uh, Chris Darden was on there. That was the rumor, don't you remember? Yep. Chris Darden now lives in... I just read an article about him about two weeks ago. I think he lives in North Carolina or someplace. And yeah. He kind of walked away from that trial a ruined man. Now, I can't imagine why. They sure did a really effective job on that, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did a great job. Well, there wasn't much. All they had was the DNA evidence and the glove and uh, the witnesses and everything else. But, uh, you know, don't confuse them with the facts. Hey, they didn't have the right jury. Sometimes yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm. It's always a good sign when uh, somebody gives the black power salute at the end of reading the verdict. That's always a good sign <laughs> that justice has Absolutely. been done. Fuck up one for uh, our side. Absolutely. Well, so you went to uh, Woodbine yesterday and... Yes, sir, and a good time was had by all. Oh, I had a nice good. winning number and four digits. It was uh, just fine. Okay. Yeah. Four digits is always a good day. Yeah. And almost an even grand. I usually don't like to talk about amounts, but, uh, yeah, that's a nice number. Do you get okay. a tax break living up there? What do you mean by that? No. No, but they see, they don't tax winnings here. Lottery winnings, casino yeah. or racetrack winnings. There's no taxes. You, you just get a lump sum. They pay you cash. You mean if the lottery is $2 million, you get $2 million? That is absolutely correct. And by the way, the lottery was $9 million last night, and I got 65 bucks. But anyway, uh, yeah, you get the whole amount. There's no annuity, no games, no taxes. If it's $15 million, you get a check for $15 million. Of course, it's Canadian, so it's only 83 cents an hour, but you know what? I'd take it. Yeah, it's better than being taxed. Right, it's better than 40% uh, getting yanked out. Yeah. I uh, think that I'm looking at a place for my retirement. There you go. Now, I've been to Woodbine. You love it, man. Oh, I, I've been to Woodbine. I did like it. And the, and uh, very soon, within the next few months, they're going to have full uh, gaming there, too. They're going to have, you know, craps and blackjack and roulette, the whole deal. I've actually been there a couple of times. Uh, one time I was there for the Breeders' Cup. And I'll tell you one thing. If, if the, of course, you don't think they're going to get it, but if the track's there in Broward. Oh, and how about this thing in Dade County where they missed, screwed up the vote count again, huh? On that? On, on the last five elections, voting, or six, I'm sorry, voting glitches found in six recent elections, and now the, the pro-slot people are demanding a re-election, a, re a new election in uh, Dade County. Because, as usual, they screwed it up. You, know, you were around when the Metro Rail thing was going on. You know that yeah. was fixed. I mean, you show me an election in Dade County that wasn't fixed, and I'll show you a, a miracle, an aberration. Oh, there's never anything in Dade County that hasn't been. That is I'll correct. tell you, it's going on in New York, too. I've been reading about uh, how, you know, the mayor there is trying to push through this West Side Stadium, and they had a bidding process where the Dolans, who own Madison Square Garden, outbid the Jets. And yet they're saying that the Jets are going to get it anyway because the mayor, you know, wants this and... 
The people don't want it. He's going to do it anywhere, uh, anyway, so it doesn't matter where you live. Look at that. Jerry Falwell just passed Terry on our poll. I guess there's probably a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, we don't have to. And, and, of course, this wasn't a cruel thing, I'm assuming. They were eagerly awaiting it so we can get it over with already and stop being bombarded with this madness. Jeez, enough is enough with that Chew. crap already. Yeah. Well, it's over. One thing to have a nice Chew. Of toothpaste, but uh, that's probably the only Chew. we're concerned about at this point. Although in, in England they do call the uh, they call the subway the tube, don't they? In London, uh, they have the tubes and uh, they go from New Jersey to Manhattan. Well, how do you like that? The tube, tube. Everybody's got them. Tube. The Hudson tube. The, is that what they call it? The Hudson tube? I'll be damned. Yeah. We'll be in a little <laughs> big for Terry. You know something? If they'd have brought her just a cup of water from the Hudson River, where they have the best water in America and maybe in the world. Yeah. Hudson River. I wonder why that is. Why, the Hudson River has the best water in the world? Yeah, I wonder why the water is so pure and clean there. You think with all the degenerates around there, I don't know what that's all they about. They don't allow people to swim in it. It's a hell of a lot better than that water in the canals in Amsterdam. How can the Hudson real... River be pure with all those ships coming in and out of there? Do you ever see the canals in uh, Amsterdam where the water is pure yes. dark brown? Yep. Ooh, it is lovely. <laughs> so all the weed goes in there. Yeah, that must be it. Or something. Yep. Well, listen, have a great day. Now, what are you going to do this afternoon? Are you going to go out and win a couple thousand or what? Um, I'm go actually going out there today for a production meeting because I'm doing oh, the Florida right. Derby you told, you told us that, yeah. right. But I don't think I'm going to play the horses there. I'm just going for the meeting. Yeah, right. Okay. I'm not kidding. I don't have any interest in it. Right. Well, I believe you. In fact, I've kind of yeah. weans off horse betting. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I don't. I don't play the horses when I go out there. I'm gonna get into healthier pursuits. Yeah, slots. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Harry Shavo's dead. She died. at 560 WQAM. Happy Thursday to you. Last day of March. Um, Terry Shavo went ahead and screwed up all our plans now on that poll. I'm going to leave her on there, though, you know, just just for kicks. <laughs> what? Is she kicking? No. Terry Shavo has died, and now look at, look at these oh, geeks. Oh, look at these funny. people. Did you see that Neanderthal guy with a beard holding up the sign? Looked like he just oh, came yeah. down the river from Aintree. All scrawled in Jethro Bodine handwriting. Oh, man. 
And now look, look at this. Oh, yeah. oh, they got the they're singing, they're reading from the Bible, and they're uh, having a nervous break. And all uh, six of them. Those look like Gideon Bibles, man. They're all matching. Uh, oh, they're lovely. They got those nice red um, covers. Right, blood red. Yeah, blood red. Well, there's a lot of blood in that book, I'll tell you that. A lot of sickness and murder and mayhem and intolerance and hate. Look at look at these people. They look like uh, they look like Edna Wallace on Passions, like Beth's old lady. Wow. So Terry Schiavo is dead, and I'm sure a lot of you people are just uh, as relieved as all the rest of us sane people are. See, this this could have this is the way it should have gone on without all of the media hysteria. And then they could have just put this thing on there right now. She died, and that, that would have been it. And you notice, once the public opinion polls started coming out with 82 and 85 percent of the American public saying, hey, you idiots in Congress and fat-ass governor and all these other people and, and your uh, nutjob president, uh, you made a bad mistake. All of a sudden, they said, oh, well, nothing more we can do. Yeah. Right? Right. Now, I had these stories. I had this story all set here. Supreme Court again rejects plea to restore Terry's feeding tube. Uh, but I guess it's kind of a moot point now, isn't it? No, we don't need any more of those. Right. No more Terry stories, thank God. Boy. The hospice for, oh, half an hour here and there. And, um, and he's so as a result, Jerry Falwell's moved to the top of our list. Let's get to yesterday's poll first. And maybe we'll get a spy report on that mo business. Because like I said, I got into my cab. My regular driver whisked me out of here right at 2 yesterday. Not that I would listen to anyway, but evidently there was quite a tirade there. At least that's the report we're getting from some of these super troublemaking yentas in the building. I don't want to mention Robert and the Beast by name, but but uh, that seems to have uh, occurred yesterday right at, at uh, 2 o'clock. About, uh, uh, my real name is Howard David, and uh, you see, I'm the one who suggested that we try, you know, as soon as I heard that crap about three weeks ago about the trained monkeys and all this crap uh, starting all over again, like it was in the beginning when he first came on the station being at war with me and everybody else, and I suggested to some of the intermediate flunkies that be that that probably wasn't really a good idea. Um, that especially after all the trauma that the station has been through, because I envisioned a, a repeat of all of that crap again, and I just I just don't have the appetite for it. I don't think the I don't know, but I don't think the audience does either. Enough enough of that crap already. But I mean, you know, to, to get to carry it to such a degree that all of a sudden now we're on on very formal notice, and we're going to call by uh, your real, you know. Well, how do you like this? I want to be called Nelson from now on. How do you like that, Mo? I want to be called by my real name, not. Yeah. Your proper well, what name. Kind, what kind of crap is that? You know, crusty, old, temperamental, cranky, nah, 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 you know. I'm tired of them. I'm really sick and tired. And evidently a lot of people out there, too, because when we get to the result from yesterday's poll, it's not a very pretty picture. Maybe that's what sent him off the deep end. And, and, you know, the day before we took the poll about the morning, mm -hmm. th this poll had nothing to do specifically with him. In fact, it had more to do with the mad dog, uh, you know, with that four to seven, but the whole afternoon. I didn't hear Hank getting all bent out of shape. I mean, who knows? Joe Rose could have done very, very well, although he didn't. Hank beat the pants off of him. And Mo could have done great on here, but he didn't. That's the point. It wasn't personal. It was business. And you're taking it personal, Mo. So all I can say is, do, 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 do. yeah, grow up already. Cranky old child. Give him a spoon. So Give him a rattle and a spoon so he can bang the spoon on top of the, uh, top of the board there all the time. You know what I mean? I know. A little mean. kid, little nasty, hateful, rotten, little spoiled brat kid. You know, like that. Kind of like, yeah, like that. Oh, I, he doesn't want that either. I don't want it. I don't want it. No matter what it is, I don't want it. I got a fork here. Sure. Hey, really? Well, fork him. WQAM <laughs> Spyline, hello. Whoa, I finally got through. Yes, sir. Neil God, let me ask you the question. How's Terry doing up there? Yeah, she's dying over there. She's she died? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that I wanted to try to get through to you on over the last month of this ordeal on all the talking head shows, yeah. not once did I ever hear somebody ask a panel, by the way, guys, what would you want in this condition? Would you want to stay alive for 30 years or 20 no, years I, or whatever I, I did it is? Hear them. They I never did hear asked them. a question. No, you're wrong. I did hear that asked. You a did hear times. that? Yeah. Um, I do have to connect this to, uh, to something that's going to seem a little bit ridiculous at first. Cube! Yeah. I know that you love ice cream. Have mm-hmm. you seen these Dove ice cream pints? Yes. That have the chocolate on top? I, I'm not. I'm through with ice cream. I'm done. I'm all Oh, really? Because I was going to say, you know, the one way to prove whether Terry was uh, conscious or not is just stick a pint of Haagen-Dazs in front of a face. You know, you know something? I think I'm going to put that in my will. I'm going to have my own living will. And if they hold up a, a, a liter of Nestle's turtle in front of my face and I don't respond, at that point they can pull That's it. That's it. Pull the That's an excellent there point. There you right? go. Okay, thanks, Pally. That's the test. Good idea. 10.14, I'm undone because I was, uh, I'm back to 192. I lost uh, four pounds. I actually uh, tipped up to 196 at one point there a couple of days ago. And uh, that's probably why I like, well, can't talk and I'm like deathly ill. I'll be in better mm-hmm. day. But that's why, I, see, I'm beyond my playing weight. When I get over a certain weight, I can't function. No, no. Seen it no, no, seriously. I know, I've seen it happen over the years. I cannot function if you I get over a certain down. point. Like, my body starts shutting down. Mm-hmm. So as much as I love ice cream, I love life a little bit better. I'm not one of those people on the poll who's saying uh, my own life. I'm <laughs> yeah, I that that yet. That's funny. Not yet. Although, of course, if Mo do, 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 starts do. acting up again, you know, just, just relax, Mo. Okay, we, we're happy to have you as part of the family if we must, you know, and, you know, and I'll promote the hell out of your show. But just relax. Mo is not a, I don't see anything wrong with that. It's humorous. It's amusing. It's amusing. God, what is wrong with that child? I'm dying over here. You fairy. Goodbye, Shibo. It's about time you go in. Now the media will have to find more subterfuge for their bimbo anchor buddies to screw. Instead of news that we can use, they'll find a local headline. Like the one about the naked man who was up in a tree and refused to ever come back down. <laughs> that diet really worked great. You lost a lot of weight. But how do you brush your teeth? Cute. Terry offered to kiss your boo-boo. Let's go away. There's a lot of Christian redheads jealous of you. They like to lay around all day while being fed through the end of a tube. It's 1019. Cube at 560 WQAM. Anyway, we got bimbo number one. On our beaded curtain today, that's what I'm right. going to do. She doesn't have a name. Well, I'm well, sure she does have a name. What difference does it make what her name is? She looks pretty amazing to me. That's right. Bimbo number one, and also the boon in the box is there. Pat Boone and his um, package in a package. Bonus boon. Right. So you got the bonus boon, and you got the uh, bonus bimbo. And, uh, yeah, see, what I'm thinking, and I could be wrong, because I know there are a lot of people that are just obsessed with celebrity, but uh, if I see somebody that I think is really great looking, I don't think if they're famous or not, it makes any difference. See? You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. If I want to oogle over somebody, it doesn't make a bit of difference if anybody knows who they are or their name or shoe size. It's of no consequence. 
So I think it's a really great idea that uh, we all kind of put our heads together and also ran out of other pictures uh, <laughs> to, put a, to put a bunch of no-name uh, bimbos on there who look really sensational. I think the audience will drool and... Um, right. Of course, periodically, as we come across new, fresh celebrities. Right, as we can, but it's got to be something really good. Yeah. Just to slap somebody on there because they're famous, even though they look like crap, I, it's just, you know, it's not a really pubic service. Here's the results of yesterday's poll, 1,767 votes. Which of these applies to your afternoon listening habits, radio listening, 2 to 7 in the p.m.? I listen to Mad Dog, not Mo, 478. Don't listen to QM after 2, 230. About 30, man. 230. I listen to Air America in the afternoon, 229. Boy, that just, uh, uh, oh, that leaves me limp. Uh, oh. I listen to Mo and the Mad Dog, 198. I like a good BM in the p.m., 127, and, of course, what rational person would not? Don't listen to radio after 210. I listen to NPR in the PM, 96. Listen to something else in the PM, 91. I listen to 790 in the PM, 83. How sad. I listen to music radio in the PM, 81. I listen to Rush in the PM, 23. Rush. And I listen to Mo, not Mad Dog, 21. So it's kind of interesting if you look at the bookends of the pool. I listen to Mad Dog, not Mo, 478. I listen to Mo and not Mad Dog, 21. Although listening to both of them, 198, which is a number we're grateful for <laughs> at this point. You know what I'm saying? Do, 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 do. I'm sure you do. So that's that. I wonder if we're going to get any spy reports on that or not. I mean, I could, you know, kill some time and see if we will or not. Huh? And I noticed that somebody who always claims to be right on top of everything, he's got the flashing lights. How come the Fudge report don't even have the story? Huh? Oh, I don't know. He's slow. As a matter of... No, listen. Miss Fudge, she must be busy, okay? She must be having a few of her boyfriends over for a little tea and crumpets. But praying for time... And it shows the picture again, the little kid there with his big fat parents. A court rejects Shibo's parents' last ditch appeal, and they're praying for time. Uh, there is absolutely nothing here about the fact that she died, which is over half an hour ago. And isn't this the guy that always claims to be, you know, on top of all of the stories, and John Kerry's girlfriend, and Bill Clinton and Monica, you know, all this other crap. You know, some of it, a little bit of it true, and a lot of it often just BS. But here's a, probably the, the number one story in the world right now, when you think other than the um, earthquake. You'd think. Right? Wouldn't you think? You would think. At least in the U.S., eh? At least in North America, number one story with all the media hype and hysteria that's been going on day after day after day about poor Terry and her... Cube! Yeah. And I'm looking here. I'm refreshing it. I'm clicking it. She must be uh, taking a, a cat nap. Isn't that embarrassing? I mean, if you if you claim to be, like, uh, the number one source for all the hot information, the inside scoop, you know, the, the number one hot... Uh, I don't care if he gets 80 billion hits on that website. It's, uh, you know, you're full of crap, Miss Fudge. And even if he did put it on her, he'd probably be fudging some of it anyway. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Pally. I'm doing good, too. Hey, we all knew uh, Shrivo or Shivo. Shriver, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was wondering if George can check something out for me. I heard Mitch Hegberg died last he, night. He died. He's a great comedian. Josh just and, told me. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, a friend of mine called me. He was actually going to play at our wedding, believe it or not. No, I guess he's not now, unless it's going to be a really darn wedding. Chew! I'll I'll have to get red button. There you go. All right, well, thanks, Neil. I just wanted to check. Maybe our Tarney didn't do anything on that day. Give him him up somewhere. Okay, good luck, Captain Kangaroo. Bring Jackie Cleason with him. What do you think? Yeah. A lot of of that going around. So, our poll today, other than politicians, because if I put the politician on there, you know, we know what you'd be doing, and it just, uh, you know. We don't need any of that. Other than politicians, whose death do you most eagerly await? Now, Terry was in the lead there for uh, quite a while, the Terry and Jerry show. But now, of course, now how the mighty have fallen. She's kind of slid down. Is that in poor taste to say that she slid down? Yes, yeah, poor taste. 
Well, like I said, she's got to slid down because she's already dead. And the poll says, other than politicians, who's death do you most eagerly await? Now, I grant you that's in very poor taste, and that's why it belongs on this show because this show is, we go out of our way to be in poor taste. Um, let's see. 292 votes. Jerry Falwell, once we announced that Terry had died, and she has, uh, Jerry passed her like she was laid out. Oh, what? I was going to say standing still, but yeah, she, she like wasn't. Elton still. John was not singing I'm Still Standing in that case. Jerry, 125, Jerry Falwell. Now we've got to like, uh, work on him, although Hank had some very depressing news there that he's been upgraded from critical to serious Falwell. But one never knows. Especially with all them heavy rings of fat, you know, around his head and around God only can imagine everywhere else. God, he makes Fat Boy look like Little Miss Muffet. Falwell 125, Terry Schiavo 83, rest in peace, R.I.P. I wonder if they're going to bury her Cube. in the box, do you think? Or are they going to cremate it, too? Because Michael wants her cremated, which I think is a fine way to do it. And then, of course, these Getchkeys, they keep sticking their nose in there. Don't they understand? Don't they get the message? They aren't in control of her. See, your parents don't own you. I know that comes as a shock to the Schindlers. Your parents don't own you. You're not a possession. Once you get to be 18 and you're an adult, you go out on your own and you live your life. And if you happen to get married, your spouse has, you know, the, the legal rights to make these decisions. But not in their family. But at any rate, uh, that's the deal. So she's going to be cremated. You can bet, you can bet uh, somebody's life on it. Barry says, you are the troublemaker. If I had large bulging... Oh, this is from Robert Grieper. <laughs> oh, it is. Is it? Now, if I had large, bulging eyes like you, I'd come in and do my show and leave the people on your station off your polls. Why do this? You're constantly doing this mean-spirited poll. On. Well, what's mean-spirited about the poll? We did the poll yesterday, or the day before, and, and uh, Hank beat the crap off of Joe Rose. We put everybody on there from all the stations. What's mean-spirited about it? It's a, it's a radio, That would be like saying to Arbitron, why do you keep taking these surveys? It's mean-spirited. Because some people come out not doing so well. I dare you to read this on the air because the truth hurts. Oh, sign Gary. Maybe it's Gary Starner. Every single day you have something mean to say about Howard. Why can't, oh, I see. Why can't you do your show without him? I guess Howard is your show. You had no show without Howard. Yeah, that's true. We had no show before he came to town. How the hell did I ever get through those other 26 years without that? You just crawled and scraped and, you know. Oh, I see. It says, Mo is a big-time hole is what this one says. He was complaining yesterday about his back pain. In one instance, he said maybe his back pain was from carrying dead weight on his morning show. Are you serious? Well, he, well my, the back pain must have been why he was in this early mood. I'm sure it was just a, uh, a temporary aberration. Huh? Right. What happened between him and Geldy? Well, other than to say they hate each other like poison, I think that kind of sums it up. Geldy will not say anything about Mo on the air. It seems as if sooner or later everyone has a falling out with the Mo man. That's correct. Why is Grieper the only one that Mo has no problem with? That's not true either. It's just that no, he happens no. to be the one who inherited that spot, and right. uh, he stuck there. By the way, something. Yes. By the time we come back from this break, I'll have the beginning of the show queued up for you. Oh, his show? Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Also, Neil, I love it when you rip Mo. bring back Squirrely Mo. Okay, also, here's what it says. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from the street. Uh, I come from where we fight or turn our backs. Oh, that's what Mo Howard said. Reference to the... Oh, reference to my poll yesterday. Well, what does that mean? It says, the best 20 minutes of radio I've heard in a long time. Thanks, Mo. And then it says... Michael from Davy. I have no idea what that means. It's a poll, okay? How the hell do we know how it was going to come out, you idiot? Good God, a man that no. wants to start a fight over a poll because he came out looking like crap? Like that's my fault? Oh, those are your people. Yeah, that must be it. Now, my trained monkeys, I forgot that's about it. that. You clown, you simpleton, you... Do, 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 do. Yeah, he just had... His back was acting up. But we'll hear what he had to say. 
Rogers got. Oh, I got a call here, the number one rated uh, Mohammed David in his own, at least according to my aspirations. Stay away from me. I don't even know how you have children. Miramar, hello. And I want your take on Jay Fiedler. Oh, well, Jay Fiedler is a great quarterback and a good Jew. I like Jay Fiedler. Uh, well, not to mention he's got extraordinarily smooth buttocks. Oh, yeah! yeah you got to be careful what you say here. Thank you, Mo. No, 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 wait a minute. Don't go. But I have nothing else to say. Well, how about this? How's the weather down there in the Miramar? I'm right down the street from you. Oh, yeah. I have to go. Oh, wait, oh, wait. By the way, son. No, no, I, I have to go. Look, I tell you what. I'll hold you over the break. How's that, huh? I'll give you one of my old uh, tank T-shirts. How's that? Bye, bye, bye. Uh, no, wait. <laughs> that was the only color we had. The veins on your nose is glowing again. Door, 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 door. Okay, 26 to 11 at 560 WQM. Let's add uh, some more uh, names to that poll, by the way. I got one for you. Do, 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 do. What about him? Hey, now, see how you pile on? Good. Oh, yeah, listen, I've changed my whole <laughs> attitude, and I, and I haven't even heard that tape yet that we're going to play. I haven't even heard it yet. But if that's what this man wants, if that's all he can consist of, is that every time somebody calls him over or looks at him cross-eyed, we're going to go back into open warfare again. Hey, I have no problem with that. Bring it on. Say whatever the hell you want, okay, about the trained monkeys and about everybody else is responsible for every time you get a crank call or about your failure in a row, whatever it's going to be. But I'm a street fighter. Didn't we already go through that crap, it oh, seems yeah. to me, that old I'm a street fighter from Brooklyn. Fighting what? Because we took a poll and you don't like the way it turned out? See, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm the one that's really sick and tired of being blamed for everybody else's failures, whether it was on Zeta, or whether it was the Chuck Meyer, uh, boring morning news show. Every time somebody fails, somehow it's my fault. That, that's the thing that's amazing to me. When are you gonna accept it? No, uh, in about five minutes. I'm not. I'm not gonna accept it. It's a bunch of crap, because one thing I have learned in this business, if people like your show, if they like the music the station is playing, they're gonna listen. They don't care what anybody else says about it. They don't look to me to tell them where to listen. No, no, they'll do what you say. They'll like what you tell them. Right. About. And like I just said the other day, we'd like to have you listen 24-7 because it means more ratings, bonus money for all of us, and that's what we would really like in an ideal uh, situation for us. But obviously it doesn't work that way. That's what we would like. Put him on there. Put him on the pool. I'm going to change those things, And then they plug this thing into this. Oh, sorry. What, what was that? Oh, that's the audio that... Uh... 
Well, let's hear it. Ready for it yet? Okay, here it is. I'm ready for it. Machine and it goes, and it's like this, this uh, feeling like you're feeling vibration. And I don't want to know what you're doing with the vibration. No, right no, no, no. This is when I'm laying face down. Right. Rectum. Started to feel a lot better. And so I got the pain out of my back. Then the pain in the neck started all over again. So I'm driving here listening to Neil's poll. And I'm thinking to myself, this is curious. Because what was it, about a month ago? Management said, you know, we want to have everybody in a nice harmonious atmosphere. And I'm figuring... Okay, I'm game. I think it's a good idea. I think we should respect one another. I think we should promote one another. I think we should do what's right from a team standpoint for the station because you want to be reflecting the ratings. Then I hear about Neil's poll, and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, this is how we're going to unite by wondering which applies to your afternoon listening habits. Listening to Mad Dog and Mo. Now, here's the beginning. If you want to start... Then you address me by my actual name, not some other fictitious name. Wow. If you want to be a team guy. First of all, I'm not addressing you. How do you like that? So like an envelope. Here's the here's to you thick-headed trained monkeys that don't understand. Ah, there we go. About 90% of you don't have enough of a brain because you listen to what somebody else tells you how to think. You drink the Kool-Aid because you're not very smart. Thank you, Jim Jones. The, yeah. only pe- the problem is the and people so he's talking to aren't listening to anyone. You arrange the poll the way you want it to come out. You arrange it in order of the way yeah, you want to see things. You're listening at A, oh, that C, D, and E. And the one you don't want to come out is usually at the bottom. Sounds like my favorite book, How Do I Was Statistic. Exactly. So it's called Mental Manipulation. Really? And the more things change, the more they stay the same. I didn't hear any complaints about the morning listening. So the, the naivete of management to want this kind of an arrangement, you are kidding yourself. Right. It could happen from here out. But it ain't never going to happen from out in. It ain't never going to happen. You are kidding yourselves. I'm not upset about it because I've long passed to being upset about it. Not only because I'm cranky today and my back hurts. That must be. But it. I decided to even go in this direction. I'm going in this direction because I'm one of those that doesn't believe you air your laundry out on the radio. That doesn't seem to be the way you do things around here. You air your laundry out on the radio. That's why we have a dryer. Exactly. Big dryer, too. And a lot of paper on the floor to catch all the crap that falls on the floor. So, having gotten through this, and this isn't a rant. You notice that I'm not hysterical. I'm not upset. No. I'm not even yelling. But this is, um, today's another one of those days where you say to yourself, why bother listening? You should be saying, you should be listening to the guy that follows me because we want him to get good ratings. Like I'm supposed to say who the guy that follows me, Mad Dog, because we want good ratings. All right. And I believe in that. I sincerely do, because everybody oh, we know you do. That's why you wouldn't mention my name on the air but for uh, two years when you run in the morning. Continues. Yeah. Management says nothing. Then you let it go back your merry way. Enough. Now, I see we're a bunch of the uh, Carolina Panthers. Now, here's a joke about this thing, Creep, to be honest with you. Todd Sauerbrunn is a punter. Is that it? Okay, I think that's why it. I don't think we want to hear about Todd uh, Sauerbrunn. I'll listen to some more. There was a break or something. I beg your pardon? I'll listen for more. Here's another inside fast that we just got from inside the station from an allegedly Danny. It says, your polls are set up to make Howard look bad. Your listeners, a lot of them, follow you in the same thoughts. Now, listen to the wording of this. Mr. Rogers, what makes you think that you were liked so much at this station? You have a lot of the employees who are afraid of you, pretend to like you, but they hate you. Well, guess what? 
Guess what? I'm not. I'm. I'm not on the station to be liked by the right. people inside the building. I'm on the station to be listened to by the people outside the building. That's the way the business works. And by the way, if you want to have a contest of who's disliked more or hated more by the people inside the building, me or Mo, no low contendere, okay? No low contendere. I don't have the producers fired on his show, the board ops fired on his show. I'm not blaming everybody else if we have a bad trend or a bad book. Uh, you know. You take your responsibility for yourself. Or if the poll comes out, I mean, how many times? Let's put me on the poll. Put Neil Rogers on it. There'll be plenty of people vote on that. Probably half of the people in the building. That's okay. Can't wait for me to croak. I have no problem with that because it's a radio show. And every single day I say, all right, Mo is coming on at 2, Mad Dog at 4. I promote all the shows. But if you want me to kiss your ass or be you're cranky because you got a bad back, you want to start this trained monkey crap again, as if everybody a goose steps in line. The poll wasn't designed to do anything except find out, since the management keeps changing the format every five minutes, what the hell people are listening to. That's all. And if you can't take the fact that, you know, there are a hell of a lot of people that aren't listening to you, but they tune out for two hours and come back at four because they want to hear Jim Mandich, uh, hey, I'm sorry, Mad Dog. He'll probably be upset I called him Mad Dog. Not. Let's call him by his real name. Jim Mandich. I mean, when are you going to grow up already with this crankiness and this suck? I mean, if you want to go back, it's strictly up to you, sweetheart. If you want to go back with the trained monkeys and you want to, like, uh, take, you, because you've already been at war with everybody else in the station, from Gildy and the Beast and even Carolyn got blown off the show and Zach, you name it, run, run down the list. Tried to get George fired. Where, where the hell does it end? And then, of course, we had that we had that Condoleezza business, which, of course, his fine finger was deep into that. Hey, when I when I released the bomb, when I let the bomb, you know. And, and talk about management doing nothing. They sat back and they allowed all that to go on. We almost had a nightmare blow up in our face because of that. Because we got a cranky old coot who demands that he be called. Well, guess what? You're Mo. That, that's the character you become. I never heard Geldy. In fact, Geldy went to a, some club and was singing a song. Because at least he had a sense of humor about it. You ever hear him complain about being called Geldy? No, not in person. No. In fact, I've noticed somebody else has called him that in the air a few times now that uh, they're not uh, in lockstep anymore. Uh, no. anymore? Yeah. That's what you said. See? Here's a fax that says now we have another cube. Watch. That's always happened in threes. Johnny, Terry, and question mark, El Papa. This is Randall Terry, former white trash drug addict, deadbeat fraud, and cult leader. Now recognized by Fox News as a respected spokesperson and community leader. I'd like to say a few words on behalf of my Operation Rescue You. We believe in our rights of taking everybody else's rights away. Now, if you've accepted Jesus in your heart, then you can help. With your love gift of $50 or more, I'll personally send you a list of baby-killing doctors to kill. You're free to do so with the Lord Jesus on your side. Liberals annoying you with reason? Kill them. Someone not quite white and right? Kill them. Hell, if anyone at all ain't a miserable loser like me or you, all you got to do is kill them. Then do the work of the Lord once you have accepted Jesus in your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Terry Shabo's dead, by the way, in case you tuned in uh, midstream. Here's a fact that says, how about adding Don Imus, please? And hopefully he'll take uh, Bo Deedle with him. Yeah, Bo Deedle, you know who that is? I, I do. Oh, he's what uh, everybody hates about New York is Bo Deedle. Anyway, here's a fact. You got Don Imus? Yeah, I got it. It says from Lyle. Oh, Lyle. Oh, I see. Well, thank God for Lyle. He says, I'm listening to your show and loving it. I just don't have time to send you faxes right now. Lyle, who's, of course, inside the building also. That Out of the last uh, four faxes, three of them inside the building, one of them Lyle. So two negative and one positive. They hate me in the building. You know what? Who cares? 
Hey, wait. Because whoever, whoever that they are, guess what? The feeling is mutual. You know what I mean? What do you mean? No, what I'm saying is that the people inside the building that I like, I assume, like me back, and I have a pretty good idea that they do, and the people that uh, hate me like poison, the feeling, like I said, is mutual, as they used to say when Larry King was on overnights. So, there's some moat. There's what? There's moat. Oh, but anyway, before you go mo, Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Remember when we were, like, in this... What? How are you doing? What are you talking about? Nothing. There's more stuff on tape? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but what I'm, will you let me just uh, yeah. say something? I'm cool. Because what's really... I'm not. Because what's really got me frosted uh, is this. And he can talk about his bad back, and I'm sitting here fighting the laryngitis and getting over this crud from Montreal over the weekend, uh, but not making excuses about that. I was prepared to do the show, and all of a sudden, this blindsided me came out of nowhere, all this crap about this tirade, and, uh, you know, which is fine. Like I said, if he wants to go back to doing that, uh, I have no problem with that. I think it's really tiresome and old and ponderous, but if that's the way he wants to play it, I have no problem with that. But you'll recall very clearly, and so will the audience, when it came down to, like, push came to shove, and we were going through that whole thing in January for weeks and weeks and weeks, when Joyce was terrorizing Mad Dog and looked like he might go across the street, which would have been the death knell for us, believe me. And they were trying to figure out, well, let's see, we got Hank is in the morning now, Neil is back to his old 10 to 2, no starting whenever they feel like it, and uh, we're trying to get uh, Mad Dog to do 4 to 7, and who are we going to stick in there 2 to 4? Remember that? Right. And it came down to, like, Defoe. Or maybe, I don't even know who else, a couple of other names popped up, or Mo. Now, who did I suggest? Who did I say ought to be in there doing two to four? Mo. Yeah. I put aside all our personal problems of the past, all of this crankiness of his and all this other trained monkeys, all this other insanity, all the evil things that he's done, so many to be recounted, I couldn't do it between now and midnight, because of the fact that I figure, well, at least the guy at that point had been the voice of the Dolphins. He, you know, had some reasonable, not great, but reasonable numbers in the morning. He had a couple of pretty good trends, and, uh, and whatever. As opposed to the cornball crap that Defoe brings to the table, which isn't much. I'm just not a big Defoe fan. Never have been, going back to IOD. His uh, stuff on here leaves me really limp, all his cornball humor. So I just mentioned that in passing, okay, because I'm the evil guy, and I don't want to get along with anybody, and I don't promote anybody else. If, if I would have said, I guarantee you this, even though I don't have much power, if I'd have gone to bat for Defoe being in there between 2 and 4, guess who would be on between 2 and 4? I give up. You know damn well who it would be. But they're, they're never going to be any consideration of that. It's always... A, and, and to think that somebody goes off the deep end because we're taking a poll, and somehow I'm responsible for the way the poll is turning out? How the hell does that work? How does that work? Did I rig it? Yeah, like well, a Dade County election? Did I rig the poll? They, Did they I vote? know what you want them to vote. Oh, for. yeah, right. Like, the, I forgot the trade right, monkeys. Right. How many different times have we taken that kind of poll with all the format changes? When Stern was on, we were taking polls about that. You know, it's about the only, it's the only barometer that we have of finding out what the hell is going on besides Arbitron, which if they ever give any diaries to anybody who speaks English, it's a miracle, so even that doesn't mean too much. We like to find out what the hell is going on with the audience. We like to find out if we still got a pulse, you know what I mean? Because we don't have a now to keep us going. Okay, let's hear the rest. I can handle it. The fact that Marvin Harrison is mentioned in this, it's a little fishy, because Marvin Harrison has been nothing but a model citizen. Hang on. This is somebody filing a lawsuit. I'm hanging. And this brings me back to my original point that oh. the more you spread rumors and the more you spread BS, then people that don't have a brain will take it and run with it because they're not smart enough to have opinions of their own. Yeah. Let's check with David in Hollywood. What do you say, David? Hey, Roman. How you doing? I'm sorry? You suck. Yeah, well, guess what? So does your sister. Hmm. Woo! That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's one of the 90% that doesn't have a brain. Train monkey. Because they really don't have any brains. First of all, if you had a brain, you'd be working at 2.10 in the afternoon. 5670560, pound 560 on your cell phone. Question of the day. 
The yeah. question of the day. A lot of fans in South Florida don't root for the local team. Okay, that was it. That's it? That was worth coming back for that no, again for that call? Well, it's hard to watch. Well, you know something? Remember those calls we had the first hour yesterday that were so sensational? We had a whole mm -hmm. bunch of them. That must have been Moe's fault. That must have right. been Moe's trained uh, pansies. That guy calls up with that same you suck. Oh, please, please. Air, you know, if you're going to do a talk show, especially in this market and on this station, and every time you're going to get a crank call, which we only get about 40,000 of them every day, and I, like, didn't I just get through saying yesterday, yeah. I don't care in the least bit? Didn't I just say that yesterday mm -hmm. before I knew all this madness was going to take place? And, and that's the truth. Who cares? But, uh, you know, getting angry and, oh, my gosh, you're an idiot. You know, you're, your mama, your sister. I, it's just, to me, I just uh, can't deal with it. To be honest with you, I don't know why the man wants to do this. I, I, I just, for the life of me, have no clue why he wants to do it. But at any rate, that's up to him. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. In a scathing report, a presidential commission said today that America's spy agencies were dead wrong in most of their judgments about Iraq's weapons of mass destruction before the war, and that the U.S. knows disturbingly little about the threats posed by many of the nation's most dangerous adversaries. The commission called for dramatic change to prevent future failures. It outlined 74 recommendations and said President Bush could implement most of them without action by Congress. It urged Bush to give broader powers to John Negroponte, God forbid, the new director of national intelligence, the butcher of the Honduras, to deal with challenges to his authority from the CIA, Defense Department, or other elements of the nation's 15 spy agencies. It called for sweeping changes at the FBI to combine the Bureau's counterterrorism and counterintelligence resources into a new office. The report implicitly absolves the Bush administration of manipulating the intelligence used to launch the 2003 Iraq War, putting the blame for bad intelligence directly on the intelligence community, as opposed to the Bushmeister himself, totally in conflict with what was said in Richard Clark and many of the other books that we'll recall, right? Right. So it was the intelligence, uh, failure of the intelligence agencies, and certainly these people, the peanut crowd and the Bushmeister and Rumsfeld, they weren't looking just for an excuse to go into Iraq and make up all this crap about WMDs and ties to Al-Qaeda. We all know better. But at any rate, there it is. Sugar-coated for you. Voting glitches found in six recent elections. Electronic voting machines tossed out hundreds of ballots. When the hell does this ever stop? Never. Is it ever going to stop? No. Could they ever have a, a, a an honest election in Dade County? No. Electronic voting machines tossed out hundreds of ballots during this month's special election on slot machines, and election workers have traced the same computer error to five other municipal elections in the past 12 months, raising the red flag an alarmingly high number of so-called undervotes in the March 8th election, which only had one item on the ballot that was the slots at the paramutuals. In battle day election, Supervisor Constance Kaplan has said that the incorrectly tabulated undervotes would not have affected the outcome of the elections, but County Manager George Burgess wants to review the outcome of five other elections. It's disturbing, and that's an understatement, Burgess told the Herald. We have to take our responsibility seriously. Every vote needs to be counted. Adding to Kaplan's woes, she faces an independent audit of her department demanding from the gambling industry to call a new election and talk that her job may be on the line. That's why I played that let's vote again thing at the beginning of the show. Let's have another election, okay? Because that had to be bogus. Burgess, in a blunt memo to Mayor Carl, uh, Carlos Alvarez and County Commissioners, wrote that he found Kaplan's explanations to be inadequate and unacceptable. How do you like that? Unacceptable. Just like Moe's tirade yesterday. But you go, Mo. He said he expects better answers from Kaplan by Friday. The problem came to light after review showed a significantly higher proportion of undervotes cast on the iVotronic machines than on undervotes submitted on absentee ballots, Kaplan wrote in the memo. So at any rate, the paramutual people, to make a long story short, the people behind the... Uh, Slot machine referendum. They want a uh, revote in Dade County. Good. What do you say? I say let's go for it. Yes. Why the hell not? Let's let's vote every day for a couple of months until we get it right. 
Let's see. George Steinbrenner, somebody says. Yeah, we can add a bunch of names on the poll. That was originally the idea until we got sidetracked and wasted this whole first hour with that MOA nonsense. I thought there was something really sensational there. You know, that no, we might not have gotten into it yet. You know, it's a tough listen. Oh, in other words, it went on and on and on. Well, you know, he keeps interjecting with... Oh, here you go. Danny. Again. Yeah, again. Just call people by their correct names. Who in the hell do you think you are? What George did was worth being disciplined about. See, this is obviously inside. Or, or him. Why should another employee... This is from Mo. Why should another employee go in another host emails? Just admit that George was wrong. I didn't. Okay, George didn't go into it. Somebody gave it to him. It was all over the building. There were copies yeah, everywhere. They passed it around all over the building, okay? In fact, some, somebody who thinks that certain people are their allies who just run around a building, Robert, and uh, spread hate and crap, uh, stuff like this, just doesn't get it. Which, by the way, it was uh, the show's emails, which anyone could get into anyone else's show email. That, that was not good business. Day. Even George is following in your footsteps because he has your backing. All you have to do is threaten the owners of the station that if they fire George, they can fire you also. They're afraid of you. Where in the world do you ever hear employees talk about their employers like you do and still keep their job? Sign Mo. I mean, Danny. <laughs> oh, come on, Mo. Maybe it's Danny just, Marino. Just lighten up a couple of shades, will you please? Maybe he needs the wig back on, okay? Maybe the, maybe the sun. I understand we had a lot of really hot, humid days already. Mm-hmm. Maybe the sun is getting to him. Maybe maybe he could use that muskrat that we got in there on Luis Miguel's head in the studio. Maybe you want to loan that to him. I mean, any so obviously inside. I mean, why not put your real name? Why not call in, okay? Unlike Joe Rose, I'll take your call. Call in and we'll discuss it, okay? Because I know you're listening right now. Because that seems to be your hobby. I thought that he was a golfer. I thought he played a lot of golf. But evidently, in between all that golf uh, stuff, he's busy. I'm listening. Yeah, on top of it. Constantly, 24-7. I don't, I don't understand that at all. No. I mean, believe you me, at 2 o'clock when the pot shuts yeah. and I play some little drop in there at the end like, You fairy! That's it. I'm out of here. That's enough for me. Hey, if you think you have termites in your home, you need to call Riddit Pest Control today for a free termite inspectant. What did I just say? Inspectant. That's right. Riddit Pest Control uses an amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. I mean, they are gone as in right now, if not sooner. If you have termites, this is the best possible way to eliminate them. And the best part of the deal is you don't have to tent your home. Ever see a house I'm sure you have with that tenting on it? looks like a circus. And believe me, it's no picnic. But when you use these folks, you don't have to tent your home. No worries about poisonous gas, no moving out, no stays in hotels, no worrying about food or pets and your health. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil, and you don't even have to leave. In fact, when they're done treating your property... The only thing left is the clean set of oranges for a few days. It's true. If you have a termite problem, instead of going through that tenting and that whole circus-like routine, call Riddit Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. No tenting, no kidding. Call right now for free inspection, toll-free, 1-800-447-4348. That's 800-447-4348. Like I said, forget about the tending, all the other treatments. This is the smart way to do it. Call Riddit today, 1-800-447-4348. You are listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively on 560 QAM. Please, quickly, Jerry is back. How you actually sent me his back? Shame on you. Sorry. Flip. Oh, he's giggy today. He's getting giggy. I thought that was giggy. Oh, is it, is it giggy? Maybe he's giddy. Maybe somebody pulled on his cube. I wrote my note to the FCC. I told him all about what was bothering me. And when I was done, back in the closet again. To grab a little action with my Christian friends. There ain't nobody here but us Christians. No bother knocking at the door at all. We're engaging with men. The faggoty way, so don't go bothering us today. 
We're out as men of God, but inside we're gay. Don't you do what we're doing, just do what we say. Rick and Coral, the Clellan and Gammon, and Don who puts the wild in wild things. We're getting it on with Christian neocons that are so undersized that it's almost gone. There ain't nobody here but us Christians in the closet playing Christian ball. We pound the moral ground to hit the critical way when we wag our fingers in your face. We're out as men of God, but it's not we're gay. Don't you do what we're doing, just do what we say. Hey, Potter! Can you help an old vulgar boy? Don't you do what we're doing? Just do what we say. Eleven oh three at five sixty WQN, the home of harmony, baby. We want a harmonious atmosphere. That's what Joyce said. Right? <laughs> We're not contributing right. to a harmonious atmosphere, Mo. You better butch up a little bit, sweetheart. Here's a fact. Another another Ojan provocateur. It says, just keep listening to the tape, George. A while later, in response to a phone call, Mo goes back to talking about the station stuff, Neil, etc. Actually, in first he would think about leaving. I'm going to tell you something. Okay, maybe his back was really bad yesterday. We all have bad days. My throat is scratchy today. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm sick or anything. Just scratchy. But uh, but the idea that somebody would think of leaving because we took a poll that they didn't like or, the, or they think that the poll was geared or manipulated in some way to make them look bad. If he would have gotten 5,000 votes, how could I have stopped that? I had no idea how it was going to come out. I mean, of course, Mandich is the most popular guy we got on the afternoon. He's probably even more popular than me. He's uh, beloved. He's a, an institution. So we knew he was going to do great. But when I took the poll the previous day about Hank and Joe Rose and so on, suppose Joe Rose would have come out and beaten Hank 3-1 to one or something like that, which I didn't think would happen, but it could have happened. We don't know what's going on out there. That's why we take the polls, you idiot, you hard ass. And, and probably on Friday, tomorrow, when the numbers come out, although we don't get the hour by hour, so we yeah. have no idea what we know, but next week we'll get the hour by hours. Mm-hmm. I've been reading the numbers long before you ever came to town, Mo. Uh, you know, it's just a thing I've done on the air ratings because people who are in the business listen to this show. Because a lot of people work on stations where they don't tell them anything about the ratings. Everything's in the dark until they get canned, like L.B. Silk got canned at Power 96 this morning. We don't know what that's all about, do we? No, not yet. L.B. Silk fired at Power 96. I just mentioned that. See, all of the stuff, even that could be a million miles away, and it still all filters back. We get these little notes under the door. So when the ratings come out tomorrow, if uh, or the hour by hours come out, and if certain people don't do all that great, if I don't do all that great, do I stop reading the numbers on the air? Oh. No. It's called being an adult. It's called growing up. It's called, called taking responsibility for your own success or failures or anything in between. That's all. Always lashing out, whether it's the producer, it's the board op, it's the bad guest, it's somebody else's fault. It was the, it was the beast. It was Carolyn. It was uh, Ken Molden. God only knows who else it could be, you know. The dog done it. And I would like to point out, as far as calling somebody by the right name, O'Lyle says, I will reveal my true self, but only if you promise not to be mad and not seek retribution in any shape or form, because now I'm nervous, Lyle. P.S. It won't be today. Oh, come on, Lyle. Come out of the closet. Yeah, come out of the closet, wherever you are. Come out, come out. Seek retribution. If you promise not to be mad and seek retribution. First of all, didn't I say, now you're acting like Mo. Didn't I say that I love Lyle? Right. That he's one of the best faxes we've had that I wish he would contribute every day, even though he was giving me some good shots. And by the way, when we got those faxes and he was ripping me an ass, did I get all bent out of shape? Oh, this, oh, you know. Good fun. By the way, how, what retribution? Are you going to hire a hitman? Possibly. If it's Gary Sarner. <laughs> oh. No, I see. And I know it's not Gary Sarner because it's his, uh, you know, he was faxed before he said he enjoyed the show. That wouldn't be him. Yeah, that was a good tip off. Gary's too busy running around a building telling everybody that my TV set is uh, passe. It's. Outdated. 
You know, my Samsung 46 HD? Mm-hmm. Outdated. No, guess what, Gary? You're outdated. See, there you go again, picking on the poor people on the radio station. You know what? Too bad. When you work for people for a long time, there's some people who are really, you know, they're likable people. They do their job. They're, they're easy to get along with. And there's some people who are just faking their way through life or are just there because they got their head deep inside the boss's Rectum. or somebody's, you know, somebody's orifice. They spend a lot of time with their head in the orifice, you know? And that's why certain people are in there, Maddie. But that's beside the point. I mean, this is, it's just shocking to me, just out of nowhere. That, how could anybody react so hysterically? And like I said, whatever the Arbitron numbers are in the trends tomorrow, I think they're going to be awful, and not because of Mo or anybody else specifically, but because management keeps changing the format every five minutes and keeps jerking the audience around, and nobody has any idea who the hell's on the air. My God, we went through two months of one day it's a Mo 2 to 4, and then it's Mad Dog. Then Mad Dog's back 2 to 4, and then is he leaving? Is he staying? Nobody knew what the hell was going on, including us. Now, can there be any argument about that? No. I don't think so. We all survived through that. But I, I don't need to hear any more of that crap. I, I heard enough. And I'll, I'll chalk it up to his bad back, okay? To the fact he was in an extra surly mood. I'm sure that next week when I'm in town, he and I will be going to lunch together every day. Right. Golfing. You know, bonding. Probably I'll go out golf a couple of times. Have dinner at Morton's Steakhouse. He drinks. As long as I pick up the tab. So anyway, this giggy thing, I don't, I don't read your faxes, Jerry. Used to be Jerry, and then he was somebody else. For years and years and years. Another one inside the building, by the way. Well, I tell you, that the fax machine inside that building is just on, it's smoking. It is on fire. <laughs> yeah. I think we've had about eight faxes so far, and by my best uh, estimate, about five or six are from inside the building. They hate you, Neil. You know what? Who cares? Screw them. I've been making a lot of people there a lot of money for a long time. You know what? And it's going to continue another three and three-quarters years or thereabouts. Unless I croak first. Now, let's see how that poll's coming. Maybe I'll go zooming up the ladder. Maybe I can be a uh, top Terry. You never know. Other than politicians, whose death do you most eagerly await? Now, I realize that's, that's a, you know, it's in poor taste. And who cares? Right. Just for fun. 432 votes. So far, we got Jerry Falwell leading, 180. Terry Shaj, uh, Shavo, still 160, still eagerly waiting. Hey, she's dead. Yeah, they're waiting. They're, they're just overwhelmed with the whole concept. You know, they just want to make sure because they can't handle one more. And, and guess what they're doing on CNN? There, I know best. That's going to become a uh, right, quite a. Let's just jump in here. Yeah. I'm interested in your thoughts. Of course, we have a, a lot of developments coming in at one time. So I'm going to get back to you in just a moment. I sure. uh, want to bring our viewers' attention. Um, any minute now, we're expecting some videotape in from Governor Jeb Bush of Florida. Oh, I can't wait for fat ass oh, Governor Bush. Boy. Jerry Falwell is uh, leading. They can't wait. And neither can I. 180, uh, 184. He got my vote. Although I might change it. Terry Schiavo, 107. The Pope, 66. Disrespectful. My own, 35. 35 people out there say they can't wait for their own demise. Mo Howard David at 14. My mother-in-law, 14. Don Imus, 9. My spouse, 8. Neil Rogers, 4. And George Steinbrenner, none. This was a very, very emotional... There's your fat-ass governor. ...couple of weeks. And um, I would hope that from this, that all of us can grow as people in terms of our appreciation for end-of-life issues. Right. Just get a living will and keep the governor and his brother out of it. That's my suggestion. You fairy. You are listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560 QAM. 
on CBS. Don't miss a very special CSI Dublin. Some of the morning, Officer Ogerson. Aye, and the rest of the day to yourself, Officer O'Willows. What do you say we find the murderer? Aye, right after we finish these points. <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day, everyone's Irish. And on CSI Dublin, everyone's a suspect. Okay, Hurley, he. We think you poisoned the victim with your corn, beef, and cabbage. You can't prove anything, Ogerson. We're still going to take you down to the pub for questioning. CSI Dublin. It's one happy hour of television. Here's a fine job catching those murderers. Murderers? But we only caught one of us. And Bagara Owens. I must be seeing Dublin again. I'll drink to that. CSI Dublin. <laughs> 11.15 at QM. And by the way, since we're since my whole show is sidetracked today with this crap, wasn't there somebody on in the morning directly preceding us once upon a time who was on from 6 to 9 when they moved me to 9 to 1, that disastrous experiment, who was urging his audience not to listen to the show that follows him? Direct words. I have that on a cassette, by the way, somewhere. Oh, do you? Yeah. Remember those days? I do. I encourage all of my audience not to listen to the show that follows me. It was his direct quote. Okay? Now, that's teamwork, man. That's really hopping right in there and being part of the family. What are you going to do without those five people? Yeah, that's right. Now, see, there you go again. See, that's because I've trained you, man. You're one of my trained monkeys. And uh, you got my back. And And, and that's right. And if if I'd have just let them fire you in the beginning when he tried to get your ass fired, which he denied and everybody lied and lied. See, I don't know what kind of deal he's got going there. He must have the best lawyer in the world. His agent must be the best in the universe. Makes mine look like some kind of a pansy. Well, you know. You fairy. Right. (laughs) No, I'm serious because the stuff that he has been able to manipulate and pull in there and just and, and it's just kind of like slides off, slides away. And now, hey, we're going to re-up for another two years. If it's going to be two years more like this, I'm going to tell you we're going to need a staff psychiatrist. Get one for up here, too. Wow. Over a pole, a pole that he didn't come out looking all that great on. And therefore, it's my fault. A crank call comes in. Therefore, it's my fault. It's one of my trained monkeys who said, go get him. And, of course, this is a guy who conspired behind everybody's back with some of the people who hate my ass like poison. Like, we could have used Dr. Jack Kevorkian right there in, uh, in Pinellas Park. That would have solved this problem along. And look who's there again grandstanding now. And thank God for the legacy of your daughter because... Yeah, of your daughter. The what now? Yeah, uh, and the legacy of your oh, daughter. Legacy. That's Jesse. That's Reverend Jesse. He, how about your daughter, Jesse? You know, the uh, legitimate one? How about that daughter, sweetheart, grandstander, phony? Line 9 has been just frantic here. WQAM, hello. You'll see. QAM. See what I meant? Frantic. Excellent. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Um, In part of Moe's rant yesterday, did you hear him say that... (laughs) Either he was going to... I didn't hear him say anything because I wasn't here. No, no, you know, you just replayed it. He, he said either he was going to leave or he was going to kick your ass, is what he said. Oh, really? I, I mean, replay it. He said he's, he's going to kick, kick my your ass. ass? Huh? He's going to kick my ass because I took a pull that he didn't like? Exactly. Well, screw him. How do you like yeah, that? It, replay it. It's there. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Either he's going to quit or he's going to kick my ass. Oh, God, what am I going to do now? I better not come back. That's right. Should we hire a bodyguard for you? Oh, yeah. I'm a scared. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. How you doing? Oh, God. WQAM, hello. I like everybody. Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. <laughs> There's one hey, for you, Molly. He likes you. How you doing? QAM. How you doing? Good. Um, I got one for the poll. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I know that could be a good one. I think you Oh, man. Oh, man. I like that a lot. 
<laughs> he ought, no, seriously, he ought to be on death row right now for outing Valerie Plame, and nobody's talking about that. Yeah, he just makes stuff up left and right, so I figured he'd be dead. Excellent choice. All right, have a good day, Neil. You too, Pally. Thanks. Bob Novak, you got it? We got it. Uh, crossfire! Crossfire! When are they going to pull the pull the uh, Shoot. at you already? They've been, they've been canceling that show for three months already now. Get it off. Get it off of there, man. When they had, the, uh, like I said last week, Ralph Nader on a couple of days and Bob Novak. Boy, two brilliant broadcasters. That was really something. Bumbling and fumbling and stumbling and thumping. It was, it was uh, great. WQAM, hello. Hey, man, I don't know what it is, but happy forum to you, man. Thanks. And back to you, yeah. <laughs> See, there's the Purim guy. Well, everybody's oh, yeah. got a thing. You know, it's the, we had the thanks for calling lady. Rest in everybody's peace. Got a happy Purim. There's the happy Purim guy. Okay. Happy Purim. It's a little bit late, but it's never too late to say happy Purim. No. Even for the Goyim. Or to enjoy a nice home in Tasha. Right. WQAM, hello. <laughs> Ooh. That might have been Mo. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. We need to Baker act freaking Howard David. But uh, besides that, Oregon does have physician assistant too, so you don't need to go all the way to Amsterdam. Okay. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a trained monkey that made that guy call, and I know it, it was one of Mo's trained monkeys. What are we going to do about it? I'm going to quit, or I'm going to come down to it and kick his hairpiece. Josh Ted, maybe he needed like a, maybe he didn't have a good BM or something like that. You know, maybe it was his back. Maybe that's why his back, back was strained. Huh? Oh, you, little, like, you know, when you get to be ancient like me and Hank and him. We start having our bad days, good days and bad days. When are his good days going to start? WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, I noticed sir. that the Big O did not have the same reaction that Mo did for being last on the call. You know, that's a good point. I, I don't hear him because he's up way before I get up in the morning, but I'm, I guess he wouldn't be uh, complaining about it, right? Absolutely. And all the other guys, like Joe Zagaki and the guys who you rip on a constant basis, I mean, he's got to just realize this guy's got to relax. Okay, okay, have it right there. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure that some of these guys occasionally, uh, oh, gee, Neil is just ripping me an ass. But you know something? It's a radio show. I like the big O. He's a good guy. I have no problem with him. Joe Zagaki, I like a lot. I worked with Joe for years on IOD and on this station. Joe, Joe's fine. I don't see him very often, but every time I see him, we shake hands. How are you doing? He, he knows that uh, it's a radio show, although I, you know, I mean what I say. But nevertheless, you know? Yeah. I have never encountered such a cranky, uh, just... Man, bombastic, self-indulgent individual. Everything is like indignant. And how dare you see me like this? And I want to be called by my real name. I don't. I sure don't want to be called by my real name. And then, of course, there were some people who came in this morning. I don't want to mention any names. Who were suggesting that maybe that's not somebody's real name. I, I, you know, I don't know. And I really don't care. But if somebody wants to make a big fuss about being called by their real name, maybe we ought to know what it is. Catch my. I, I think that's his real name. I don't. Josh. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. No, actually, he didn't say that. He said he wants to be called Howard David. Mr. Proper, Howard David proper, to you. His proper name. His proper name, Mr. Howard David. He wants some respect. Yeah, you're right about that, man. You're right about one thing. Nothing has changed, not even the little tiniest bit. Because just like when you first blew into the market, ripping, you know, Bill for how dare he say that I blew him out. I didn't come looking for his job. How, you know, with that indignant hostility. As opposed to, like, coming in with just a little bit of graciousness, a little bit of, like, hey, you know, here I am. I'm here to get along, to do a good job. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's always this hostility, man. It never, ever ends. WQAM, hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes. You got my vote. Yeah. 100%. You should yeah. be thankful. Okay, thanks. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. A guy called yesterday and told Mo why he thought his back hurt. 
It's probably because he keeps getting raped to do this. That was the report. That's what I was supposed to try to find on that. Oh, I see. Because uh, that's uh, the one the call that set him off. Oh, I see. I didn't know about that. Well, you know, the interesting part of that whole thing, I don't think I mentioned it on the air yet, about that CD we came out with his permission, even though we didn't really need his permission because it was Booker Brian's material from this show. But we did a CD to raise money for abandoned pet rescue, and, of course, he's a dog lover just like I am, and he agreed to it. He thought it was a good idea with the Mo Bits. That was, that was even the name of it, Mo Bits. And they were all the Booker Brian bits uh, about him and Kelly, about the fictitious characters. Do, 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 do. And, yeah, that Booker Brian's created after the two of them. No problem. Now, all of a sudden, it's disrespectful and about me, but it just, I don't know. Like I said, let's chalk it up to a bad back, being a little bit cranky. Everything will be fine today. My close personal friend, Mo Howard David, Absolutely. at 2 this afternoon. Mad Dog, I mean, Jim Maddich at 4, Hurricane Hotline at 7. Jim, uh, what's, what's his name? Steve Geldstein, uh, Goldstein. Oh, we got to call people by their proper names. Right. Geldy at 8, and Eddie K at 10. Wow. Yeah, I don't know of anybody else that's ever ever bitched me out because I took a pull and they didn't, like, they didn't like the way it came out. Isn't that a little bit on the bizarre side? Well, no. no. Not for him is what you're Considering, saying. Considering, right. right. Look at that. I already got 16 votes. They wish I would croak next. And they're listening right now. You're listening. In fact, it's a good battle. We got Mo with 20 and I got 16. How many times do you think he's going to vote for me? About 30, man. You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560. From the producers of Iron Chef, it's Iron Busboy. Hashimoto has been bussing tables at Tokyo's Hokkaido restaurant for seven years. Today, he takes on Joe Smoot of the Sip and Bite Diner in Cleveland. Who will be the first to clear a dirty table and claim the title of Iron Busboy? I am ready. Yeah, bring it on. Let the battle begin. And Hashimoto takes an early lead as he whisks the plates into his bus tub in one fluid motion. Yes, the American busboy never catches to Hajimoto. Joe Smoot has yet to clear a single plate. Is the pressure getting to him? Wait, he's grabbed the tablecloth, and yes, it looks like he's going to yank it right off the table, dishes and all. I win! Oh, I cannot bear the stain on my busboy honor. I must commit ritual suicide with this dirty butter knife. <laughs> Whoa. I'm not cleaning him up. I'm on break. Iron Busboy, only on the Kung Food Network. You fairy. 29 till noon at QAM. I was going to read it. Oh, I'm going to read it, even though she died already. Terry Shabo died, by the way. You can rest assured that uh, the coverage will continue going on and on and on. There's President Bush commenting, El Presidente W. All those who honor Terry Shabo. There you go. See? But I got a great column. It's on our website that bears reading because it's right, right on the money. Why I Don't Care About Terry Shabo by Joyce Marcel. Yeah. And I, I would echo that. She's a freelance journalist, lives in Vermont. But we'll take a bunch of these good calls first. WQAM, hello. See, that's pretty good. QAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Can barely hear you. Oh, man. Sprint. Ever go to Sprint? It's terrible. Yeah, horrible. Let me tell you, man. The only thing that I'm going to say about the, uh, the Shibo case is that I'm reminded... Well, okay. Is this all up all the way, man? Okay, that's sorry. Call us back on a real phone, okay? I'm sorry about that. Sprint to a, a pay phone or something. And get a real phone, because that one ain't worth a crap. WQAM, hello. Uh, let me turn the radio off. Hold on. Please. Okay, go right ahead. Take all the time you want. Neil. Yes, sir. I, I got to tell you. The, uh, tell me. The, 
constant uh, controversy that the Mo guy, it does make for some good radio. Okay. I, look, if, if that's the way we want to play it, I have no problem. I, 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 it's far be it for me. I thought we were all through with this crap. But if that's what he wants, well, uh, fine. I don't care. Well, it could be that because, I mean, I personally, I love the Mad Dog, Joe Rose. Uh, I could listen to uh, uh, Hank, but I can't listen to Mo. I tried. I even no. tried. And... Geldy, forget it. I'd rather slip my wrist. Yeah. I, I can't believe that guy's on the radio. I think at this point they should put, uh, what's the dude who's on it in the morning early? Big O. Big O. Big o. Oh. I, I think that would be good from 2 to 4. He's, you know, tolerable. Well, now, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, yeah. So now, in other words, replacing Mo is what you're saying? He's not going anywhere. They just re-signed him for two more years. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Wow, that management there. There are Mo Rods. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I've never seen anything how they can just screw up such a good thing. Yeah. I, well, I, mean, I don't know if it's signed and sealed, but that was in the newspaper. It was, uh, you know. But does he, he doesn't get any ratings. I don't get it. Well, he has, how do we know he gets any ratings or not, two to four? We haven't had a book yet. I mean, he hasn't been on there for more than uh, five minutes. M-O-R-O-N. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we'll see. My guess is they're making a big mistake, but what do yeah. I know? Well, then I have to take part in that because when uh, given the options that were available, I suggested uh, – I suggest – I mean, I, that was, I voiced that opinion that they ought to pick him as opposed to a couple of the others. I, I mean, if it, in a perfect world for me as a listener, it would be Curtis on there. I, I'm really starting to like Curtis. Yeah. Well, in a, in a perfect world, it would have been Mad Dog 2 to 6. No doubt. And then the baseball pregame at 6 or whatever they want to put on in there. That, but he wouldn't do it. You know, they, I guess they tried to get him to do that, but he didn't want to do the four hours. Yeah. He's got yeah I mean, that would have been perfect because I can't listen to all the Mad Dog anymore. My schedule doesn't permit it, which, which yeah. really stinks. No, that, that's Jim Mandage. No Mad Dog. No, oh, yeah, yeah. calling people names. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he will take great offense to he that. He will be <laughs> highly offended and probably come and beat the snot out of you. Okay, right, have listen, a great day, Pat. Have a good day, man. Thanks. Well, there you go. I just I just don't know what to say. I'm at a loss for words because I'm so shocked. I, I could understand if it was over something significant. If I said that, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a zillion things you could say. But over a poll, we take a. In fact, lately we've been taking two, three polls on the show every day because it's fun kind of snicking, yeah. uh, snicking one in there early in the morning. You know, it gets people out of our website. It gets them involved with the show. It gets them involved with the station. It's the idea of getting people involved with a radio station. That's the idea. As opposed to throwing a temper tantrum every time we take one. There, there's a whole bunch of people on there that say, wish I would die next. Do I give a crap? No. Did I expect it? Of course. I don't care. What do I care? Do you care? Oh, I'm, I, I don't think I'm ever going to recover. In fact, let, let's see how it's shaping up right now. Forget about the time. Mo Howard David at 28. Neil Rogers, 23. I'm right on Mo's ass. How do you like that, you old cootsie? Right. Maybe, they, maybe we can get one of them uh, twin horror boxes, you know? Yeah. Maybe they can bury us side by each. And he can just bitch at me for eternity for the rest of time. No, why did you say this? And we'd still be alive if you did, you know. Yeah, like that. I, I mean, what do I care? Is that going to change my life? No. Am I going to croak sooner because somebody has uh, got a voodoo doll on? No. I couldn't care less. And, of course, in South Florida. See, here's a guy that's been there three years. He still doesn't get it. It's the nature of the beast. No, not that beast. No, it's the nature of the beast in South Florida. That's what it is. And every time some jackass calls, I mean, we're overloaded with jackasses, and I don't blame anybody else for it. I don't blame anybody for it. It's just what's out there, okay? That's, that's what is out there. That, that's the reality of life. And, and if I didn't want to talk to those jackasses, what I would do is I would have guests on every day. That's all. I mean, I'm not big on guests. I think guests are terminal. They're coma-inducing to me. I don't want to hear them. But that sure is hella, uh, a hell of a lot better than just uh, talking to a bunch of mouth breathers every day. Anyway, Joyce Marcel writes, why I don't care about Terry Schiavo. 
In ghoulish anticipation, the whole world wakes up each morning and asks, is she dead yet? I think it's disgusting. Oh, by the way, the answer is... Yes. I'm not a heartless person, but I don't care about Terry Schiavo. I don't care about Scott Peterson either. I regard Michael Jackson as a freak of plastic surgery, but then I regard Arnold Schwarzenegger that way too, and he's the governor of California. I don't, didn't care about O.J. He did it, he got away with it, his kids will pay the price. Going back some, I didn't care about Pam Smart either, but I love the way Nicole Kidman played her in the film. Have I left anybody out? How can I not care? Because I refuse to have my emotions manipulated by the news media. These are serious times, and I guess I'm a serious person. From the media, I'd like to learn more about America's debt load and whether it's good for China and Japan to own so much of our country. I'd like to know about our plans for competing with China and India for oil and other natural resources. Come to think of it, I'd like to see a detailed analysis of whether we're really running low on oil. Will we run out during our lifetimes, or are the doom prophecy scare tactics allowing billionaires to make more billions on the backs of the rest of us? I'd like to know the implications of the dollar shrinkage against the euro. Politically, just about everything my government does worries me, and then there's the war in Iraq. With all of this to think about, I'm appalled that America is spending what's left of its intellectual capital on one unfortunate woman who's been brain dead for 15 years. And if Terry Schiavo has been anything other than brain dead, she would have long ago woken up in a rage at her parents for allowing those humiliating videos to be shown all over the world. The job of the news media is to provide information and allow us to form educated opinions. In this case, it has seriously failed. For example, the root cause of all this hysteria is bulimia and negative female body images. Why are we hearing more about that? What was Mrs. Schiavo's relationship with her parents before she became ill? What was Michael Schiavo's relationship with them? Isn't this really an in-laws from hell story? Did Mrs. Schiavo really say she didn't want to be a vegetable? How can we know? Why did Michael Schiavo wait so long to try to end his wife's life? If caring for her was too huge a burden, and how could it have been anything else, why wouldn't he turn her guardianship over to her family? Without solid information, we're trapped in kind of a moral political sinkhole. It's like fiercely arguing about batting averages without having a statistics book. There's no point to it. Watching politicians posture and pose over the sanctity of life infuriates me. Where did this suddenly pro-life George W. Bush come from, this man who used the death penalty to murder around 150 people, including children and the mentally incompetent, when he was governor of Texas, and whose regard for American and Iraqi lives is so minuscule that he neither cares about putting them in harm's way nor pays attention to the thousands wounded and dead as a result of his arrogant policies? What right has he got to be pontificating here? And if his brother Jeb really feels so strongly about Terry Schiavo that he's willing to defy the courts and send his goons to kidnap her, then let him install her in the master bedroom at the Florida governor's mansion and change her diapers himself. In this case, Jesus hit the nail on the head when he said, Judge not that ye not be judged. The truth is, though, that these bloviating politicians don't know any more about Terry Schiavo than the rest of us. We are all being manipulated. Recent history is full of images that have trumped context to shape public opinion, writes Jeannie Villafati in the New York Times. In 1996, for example, endless pictures of young JonBenet Ramsey dressed like a hooker lent an air of perversity to the child's parents, which focused on the, the public suspicion exclusively on them. However, lie detector tests later exonerated them. From the birth of photography, social critics have feared the camera's subjectivity and the potential use of pictures to manipulate the emotions of the masses, Belafonte said. Eddie Adams' picture of a Viet Cong captive at the moment of his execution by a pistol-wielding Vietnamese official became a symbol of the anti-war movement. The photo won a Pulitzer Prize. But Mr. Adams later disavowed it in part because the executioner claimed the man he killed had murdered the family of one of his aides hours earlier. News isn't about news or information anymore. It's only about conveying emotion. Terry Schiavo's fate is a tragic private family matter, and in her case, as in so many others, we should refuse to allow our emotions to be manipulated. But we are. Terry's passing. He tells me the entire... See, there you go. She's dead already, and they're still hawking to China. How do you like that? Oh, they'll be at it for a while, I'm sure. Oh, sure. they got to milk it for, for all they can. In fact, maybe they'll even show us what's left of that. Phew! You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560.
That one should go next to the Barbie with the surfboard. You sure do have a lot of Barbies, Mo. And you ain't seen nothing yet, Grief. You see that one over there? Yes. That's Barbie's friend in a midge. Hmm. You don't have any Ken. Ken? What are you? Are you gay? That would be gay. Now, see here. I didn't invite you to see my Barbies out of the kindness of my... Aging Dr. Moe. Oh, no, now what do they want? Aging Dr. Moe, you, you're needed to revive Terry Shibo. Room 13. All right, all right. Keep the chicken pants. That's all the same about here. She's flatlining again. Step aside, you morons. I'm performing an act of God over here. All right, you get up. Damn man, I said get up. That's no use. I seen broccoli smarter than this broad. <laughs> you hear that? She's alive! Alive! Must Must I'll handle this. Now, see here. As your creator, I command you to... It's 11.45. I'm getting, like, uh, choked up, you know. Maybe it's all this hysteria today. Okay. Or maybe it's the sausage sampler that I'm looking at this menu sent me from Fritz and Franz. Yeah, it's uh, tough to choose, but I want some bratwurst, too. Yeah. I just can't decide between the sandwich well, or the Why, why can't they just bring a whole bunch of bratwurst? Would there be something wrong with that? No, I just... Uh, and, and and maybe some uh, Hungarian goulash. Ooh, okay. if they have it. Because they have that on Thursday. I, I thought goulash, yeah. I see well, no, but I'm saying if they have it on Thursday. Well, maybe they'll cook it up special. You know, the chef cooked special. The girls are incredible. What day of the week you want this on? I don't care. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not. Uh, I don't know. I'm, we'll discuss it tomorrow before the show. I don't want to go into I the whole see. thing on the year about eating like some people I know. Uh, pulled, a, pulled astray by money troubles at home, Officer Robert C. Winston admits he did wrong. The 14-year-old, although I don't know, because well, one day I got a dentist appointment, one day you know, I'm doing all my doctoring while I'm there, and I certainly don't want to go to the dentist, unless, of course, I bring along my own uh, toothpaste right. and brush my teeth before I go. I mean, can you imagine eating Hungarian goulash and then going to the dentist? Oh, uh, they're the worst. Like what? Coffee, toffee, crunch. Ooh. No, no more. I had that the other day, by the way. In fact, that, that's what sent me to 196. That was the end. That's what got me really sick. So those of you who are waiting for me to croak, guess what? You got a shot. You got a real like Jimmy said. In fact, let's see how that's coming. Other than politicians, whose death do you mo- eager, most eagerly await? And this, of course, poll was taken before Terry died. She died. Jerry Falwell, 231. Terry Scheibel, 113. They're still voting for her, and she's dead already. The Pope, 83. My own, 41. 41 people out there. Well, it's South Florida. I don't blame you. Mo Howard David at 32. Neil Rogers, 29. We're in the neck and neck mode. Doi, 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 doi. Right on each other's ass. My mother-in-law, 18. Don Imus, 13. My spouse, 8. Robert Novak, 5. And George Steinberg didn't have any. I don't even know why he'd be on there. Well, I guess somebody hates him, which I, I understand that. But do we want everybody to croak that we hate? Yes. Oh, I see. Some I forgot it's, yeah, I forgot it's South Florida, where everybody hates everybody else. And we can easily understand, because I've met a lot of those people that you hate. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560. I'm sure that there are other people that belong on here on this list, don't you think? Oh, sure. sure. Well, if I take some calls, maybe we can find out who they are. WQAN, hello. Hey, Neil, I got a question regarding the Terry Schiavo thing. We yes, had a president who everybody was all standing up because he stood by his conviction. He was a man of principle who took a wrong idea, ran with it, he stayed with it. And then you got Michael Schiavo who did the same thing, and they're, you know, classing expressions on him and calling him all kinds of 
vile names and whatnot. Yeah, like, but wait a minute. When you say they, well, yes, a lot of the same people are on the Bush crowd, but the fact of the matter is that 85% of them or 82% of the public are on Michael Chavo's side and have been right along. And the more they well, find finally, out, the more they are, yeah. It's just that, that little conservative, that little niche always wants to be able to spin everything and paint everything in their own yeah, way. But, but don't forget, even when they took these polls last week among the evangelicals and the conservatives, those uh, goody two shoe Bible, even a uh, majority of them were against what the government was doing. Oh, you know, it's, uh, it's about time somebody has to wake up and smell the coffee. Amen. Hey, thanks a lot, Neil. Have a great okay, day. I'll, I'll pray for you. Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty. Baruch Adonai yeah, let's go to the Wailing Wall and wail a little bit. What do you say, huh? I'll bring let's my go to the Wailing Wall, yeah. Let's go wailing. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You love the cock. 567, oh, that's your buddy again. That's one of your people, man. Put him back it's on a rubber wrap, put him on an inner... Shoot. No way, it's one of your... Yeah. Well, hey, so what's the difference? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you fairy. Like I said, 567, oh, 560. That must have been one of most people... That's, there you go. That's right. Those trained monkeys are coming out oh, here. You, let me ask you, where did all the crank calls come from in the 26 years before he was on here in the market? I, see, I mean, to say that would be so asinine, like his arrival on the scene all of a sudden uh, invented this and made the market what it is. Uh, listen, nobody would want to take credit for that, you know? That would be like, you know, the old Cubans saying, oh, uh, we made Miami what it is today. And everybody's saying, oh, yeah, sure. WQAM, hello. Where they can't have an honest election to save their lives. QAM, Hello. Yeah, I'd like to be on the air with uh, Neil. You're on the air right now, sir, just like magic. <laughs> That's outstanding. How you doing, now? Pretty good. Well, How first you of all, I'd like to say you don't have to feel bad about saying anything bad about Mo Howard, David. I've been listening down here for years, and, uh, you know, ever since I was like 15 or so, and i, I got to turn my radio off every time. He was, he was doing the Dolphins games, and, uh, you know, I had to turn him off listening to him. But, you know, all these people calling in, and once you're dead, Neil, that's a bunch of crap. That's why i got to put my vote on here for Howard. <laughs> if they're going to do the same thing, then you know what the hell. I mean, this you know, listen to him a couple of months ago. He's got a, he's got an issue on steroids, and he's sitting there uh, trying trying to bring something to the point of uh, smoking a J. He's like trying to bring the same thing with using steroids as you know, if a player goes and you know drinks a couple of beers oh, yeah. and smokes yeah, a J. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot of similar to there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he, you know. When you do, when you go when you go down the street, you know when you park your car before you go in the stadium, if you smoke a joint, you, you're not going to hit 70 home runs, and you, you're not going to drink a couple of beers. The same thing. Steroids are completely different. He wants to bring it in the same light. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Speaking of starting your car, man, when I'm in town next week, I'm going to be very careful when I start my car every day. <laughs> Have a great day, Pally. All right, thanks. I'll see ya. Right? Don't you think? Yeah, we'll get you one of those mirrors on a stick. Yeah, it's a good thing I have that keyless entry. You know? Right. But you still got to get in there and press that button. Maybe I'll have you do it. Oh, I got a remote car starter. We can have one installed for you. No. <laughs> I'd be real careful next time I start it. my car. Well, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll walk home. Yeah, maybe Fat Boy can get me a ride. Huh? He's a good buddy of mine. Now, now, that's an interesting conversation we ought to have someday. This business about, well, you know, and of course they come from inside the station. That's the best part. It's so obvious. Mm -hmm. you know, this station and just the wording of it. Very clever people. And, of course, I, I, like I said, I couldn't care less because the people that hate me like poison, I know who they are. But, but there's some people like in the gray zone, you know, like the whole sales department hates you like poison. I, I don't believe that. I don't think Adam hates no. me. No. Troy Stratford, you know, I, mean, I love Troy. No. Troy's a good guy. We no. get along great. No. Uh, even little Todd Dreck. Now, nah, he hates me. He hates you. Oh, yeah. And me. Yeah, but, yeah, but le at least, at no, least, you're fact, useful, get, so. get some coffee for Todd. Todd closed right. a couple of good accounts That's here right. this week. Coffee is for closers, okay? Some other people in there who always are talking a good game. I don't want you to... But no coffee for Gary Sarner, because coffee is for closers. You fairy. Yeah. 
Yeah, he hates me. Gary Sarner. Matty Bell hates me. Uh, John Jarris likes me. Yes, he does. He's a good guy. Yes, he is. Uh, Kid Curry likes me. We love Kid yes. Curry, even though he's playing all that vulgar stuff on Power 96. Um, he's, uh, he's giving his audience what they want. Duff used to like me, but now, of course, he's... Uh, Duff you know, likes him. Get out of here. Okay. And, and, did, and did you notice this morning, unlike yesterday, unlike yesterday when we had both Muff and Clarence come in to try to, like, rekindle the romance, you know, which is fine. You know, I don't hold a grudge much. But uh, this morning, there was no appearance by either one of them. You don't think that I, perhaps... I've seen Clarence, though. The door was closed every time I walked by, so I don't know if he's here. Maybe today. he's not there today. Well, maybe that's why he needed that thing yesterday. Maybe he went off to do uh, some kind of a, a sport nerd thing, you think? I don't think so. I don't think we have any more U.M. baseball or any uh, basketball. Do we have anything going on? I don't see it over the weekend. Oh, you might as well explain the beat of curtain girl since we're getting people asking on the facts. Asking what? Who it is, and I don't think we've explained we don't know. enough. We don't know. We don't care. It's Although, a not, I'm sure a lot of guys would like to find yeah. out. That's the new deal we got on the beaded curtain. It's bimbo right. number one. I'm just going to call him bimbo number sure. uno dos tres. Baticus genericus. Because, uh, you know, we ran out of really great pictures of famous celebrity broads. So, uh, so we got a really great picture. We got zillions of pictures of really hot-looking babes who are just uh, anonymous. And, you know, and let me ask you this. Would you ask her name if you found her on a beach like that? I don't think so. No, I'd call her ma'am. Yes. Nobody would care what the name was. So that's the deal on the Abita Curtain. And we also have that boon in the box. It's called a package within a package is what it is. Even the FedEx is impressed. The highly religious Pat Boone in his younger, sillier days, in his college days, showing his goods to the world. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Ooh, good one. That was Mo again. You hear it? I can tell by the click. WQAM, uh-oh, 5670560. Pound 560 on a Verizon singular wireless line. This must be a mo plot. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Or maybe it's a family plot, the Beasleys. Yes, sir. I'm calling about the bit you played. Sounds like, yeah, the bit yeah. you played with the Reverend Johns. You're going to get him on the pool. Whose death do you most eagerly await? Reverend Jones. And you know who else you can put on there? Prozac Ron. Not necessarily in that odor, okay? In fact, yesterday, was, I already forgot about with all this stuff you got that's just bending my brain. Uh, yesterday, was re, uh, it was uh, reunion week on the show. Out of nowhere. Out of the blue. That's right. Could you, could you believe that? The only one who was really conspicuous by his absence yesterday, well, the most conspicuous was the guy with the fanny bag. Your buddy. Oh, yeah. Let's conjure him up. That creep. WQAM, hello. Elson. Yes, sir. You've got a real caller. Good. Uh, just like to begin saying, you know, rest in peace. With Terry Call me Mr. Rogers, man. Mr. Rogers Mr. by my real name. Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Yes. And, uh, you know, God help her. It was overdue and overhyped you yeah. know, by the uh, theocracy that we live in. And besides that, uh, congratulations what seems to be on a great day for your woodbine. What's your strategy? You mean yesterday? Yeah. My strategy is called blind luck. Blind luck? No, actually, I went in there, and there were a couple of machines open, and one of the women was playing there, and she said, well, the machine on the left there, which is my favorite, the dollar machine, yeah. has been hot all day. Because I ask, you know, we have a lot of regulars, and I'll say, well, has this one paid anything? Because I like the hot machine. I think they keep paying all day long, and they do. And so that machine paid me 1000 then it paid me 500 then it paid me 600 and I walked away winning a grand and had a good day and smiled on the way out. Sounds good. I can't seem to get any luck, though, at the Hard Rock. <laughs> I thought you were talking about slot machines. Well, I guess that's what they've got at Woodbine. They just don't have any other. Real slot machines, not uh, those engine killers. Good luck to you, Pally. All right, Pally, you too. Sounds like you need it. That's my strategy. There is no strategy. I mean, you're going to lose your ass. One of my very nice lady friends who plays there, a lot heavy set but very sweet lady, she, um, she won 10 grand on some machine yesterday. Josh. 
Fantastic. Because she couldn't get on one of the Wheel of Fortune ones. They were all filled up. And I went over there to take a leak, and I walked by, and there she was. I said, hey, how are you doing? She says, oh, I just hit ten grand on that um, fl uh, flaming blazing sevens or whatever that is. I, I don't like those flaming sevens, you know what I mean? Flaming! Because oh, no. if you're playing flaming slots, they look at you and they go, you fairy. like that. Although, if you win ten grand, who cares, right? Right. Even Josh wouldn't care what they said if he won ten grand. Whatever it takes. You'll see. You'll see once they get the slots, and I disagree with Hank. I think they will get them at uh, Gulfstream and Pompano and uh, Dania High Line. Where else am I leaving out? Hollywood Dog Track. They'll get them. Right. And you'll, you'll take uh, Josh over there, you and the crew, yeah, we're gonna the live crew, Mo, go to the Mo horse and track. Robert. Huh? Huh? Mm -hmm. I beg your pardon? We'll have, a, we'll have a party. We'll take a bus. No, when you say you wouldn't go to a horse track, so you don't understand. Like at Woodbine, sure, there are, like if you go at night, there's harness racing going on outside or in the, in the season, there's thoroughbred racing going on. But you don't have to even look at it. You don't go anywhere near that because the casino is separate. It's a whole separate enclosed casino with its own restaurant and the whole deal, see? Oh, and another thing, another thing, uh, your governor doesn't want your fat-ass governor. Not only no ATMs, but no drinks, no free drinks for the patrons, no sodas, no, no nothing, man. The only reason I go to the, the wants to make it later. really appetizing to go there. In fact, why not just declare them all bankrupt before they start? You fat ass. You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on Five Sixty. Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Abraham Lincoln. He held our nation together. He freed the slaves. He may have liked dudes. Now, the Franklin Mint, in cooperation with the San Francisco Federal Reserve, is issuing a limited edition commemorative Lincoln $3 bill. The front of the bill features the stoic face of our most liberated president in his fetching stovepipe hat. On the reverse side, a totally redecorated Lincoln Memorial with lovely window treatments and more closet space. Each of these notes is printed in green ink with hues of red, white, and blue and a wonderful fuchsia. Order now and receive a special edition dollar coin featuring the image of Eleanor Roosevelt and a rainbow-colored question mark. The Lincoln $3 bill and Eleanor Roosevelt rainbow coin are available for a limited time. So act now before these coveted collector's items return to our vaults never to come out again. You know something? Uh, there's a picture on the Fudge Report. Miss Fudge finally got around to figuring out that Terry died. Uh, you really ought to take a look at that picture. She was pretty. Uh, nice oh, I've seen yeah, with all the coverage that we've been having. They showed. She like, was real. Know. She was pretty pretty. Right. She was. Yeah. Not no more. No. But at any rate, oh, here's some uh, breaking news, baby. Ted Koppel, who's anchored ABC's News Nightline since its inception a quarter century ago, said today he is leaving the network when his contract expires at the end of this year. Is he okay? taking his haircut with him? He's taking his piece with him. His howdy duty haircut with him. And Buffalo Bob's body, too. Now Buffalo Bob pulled all the strings on that show. That was a horrible show. I hated Ted Koppel. Can't stand it. Anyway, Jay says, Mo has evolved into the personification of all the ills that South Florida presents on a daily basis. His personality on the radio is as vibrant and ear-catching as nails on a chalkboard. Oh, you must have him confused with his <laughs> former partner there. It's ironic that he tries to present this tough guy from the streets person while his actual appearance is closer to Mr. Burns than Mr. T. <laughs> oh, no. Regardless of his wishes, Mo needs a humor-feeding cube forcibly inserted. Yeah, if, he, if, I could, if we could just get him to lighten up a little bit. Every time you think he got him turned around, so to speak, he just uh, starts getting really sour again. It's the old, as they say at Fritz and Franz, the old Sauerbraten. It says, just calm down, Mo. Thank your lucky toupee that your lead-in is a legendary show with huge ratings. You jackass, you. Look at the big picture. Sincerely, Jay. P.S. Your name is Mo. Got it, Mo? I don't, I don't. 
I'm just I'm just at a loss to understand it. You know, and haven't I? How many times have I said that I, I tried to find in him? Because every now and then there's like a glimmer of of humor. There's something I don't know whether it's a Jewish thing. I don't know what it is. You know. And I'm, I'm maybe one of the only people in the whole building that tries to find, and, and you always like laugh at me when I say that, because you're a no, hard ass anyway. I try, I try to be nice to him as much as possible. No, I'm, no I'm not talking about being nice. I'm talking about I find part of him that's it's kind of like, you well, know. It's not me that laughs at you. No, I agree. Likeable, you know. Right. But it's just, but then he just turns like a like a cornered rat in heat, like the world is just, like I've just dumped a load of elephant excrement on him or something, you know. It was a pole, Mo, okay? Jesus, God almighty. Anyway, Frank says, I know your audience knows about the bill that, G, uh, that W signed in Texas allowing life support to be pulled in hopeless cases. Contrary to his born-again belief in the Terry Schiavo case, what your audience might not have heard is that the bill gave authority to the doctor to determine whether it was hopeless or not. And the case that was the reason for the bill involved a six-year-old boy. Apparently, the six-year-old was terminal according to the doctor, but the parents wanted to keep him on life support. A lot more similar to the Terry Schiavo case than even the Tom Delay dad case. Final result, the doctor determined the kid to be terminal and pulled the cube. The kid died. P.S. Is it too late to request Terry Schiavo on the beaded curtain? I don't think we're going to find any of those pictures, but if we could, wow. It would just be anonymous. Right. Would that, would that be in bad taste? I don't, I don't see why. Yeah, it would be in bad taste, but nevertheless. But like I said, in fact, that's all the reason why right. put it on there. It's in bad taste. Hey, it's on our beaded curtain. You have to swear, you have to you pledge allegiance under God, all this uh, that you're over the age of 40 and uh, have several adults watching. And, you know, and we still got John Ashcroft up there looking because he ain't got nothing else to do these days. Maybe someday we'll put right there with him, not in place him, but alongside him, Alberto Gonzalez, Jose Jimenez. What do you say? In his pocket. And Ileana Rosanna Dan also. Well, this thing is going on and on and on. Prearranged. Uh, to have an autopsy performed. This oh, my God. I mean, granted, nobody's forcing me to watch this, but during the show, in case anything meaningful happens, you know. The media is sick and needs help badly. I try to, like, be on top of it for you, you know. But it just is so freaking ponderous. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, uh, sir. You sure you want to turn mom around? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he uh, wants to turn around with all his experiences lately, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Oh, he was going to say something else, too. I thought it was it. Anyway, have a nice day. WQAM, hello. Yes, I'd speak to Neil. Speaking. Yes. Um, actually, I was just calling to talk about that Mo Howard thing. About that Mo Howard thing, yes. Mo Howard's thing. No, he said he, he cracked me up. He said he's from the streets and he was going to kick your butt. So that was that was pretty funny. I want you to stop and think about this, okay? He's from the streets and he's going to kick my butt because I took a pull and he didn't like the result. That, that's beautiful. <laughs> Talk about a crotchety. Uh, I, I mean, there's no words to describe it. Uh, that he could take a, a caller said that the reason why his back was hurting because he was raped at it. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, we heard that. Anyway, have a good day, Neil. And back to you. Like I said, we don't want to turn him around. Wreck him. Will Chamberlain might be on his way back. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular wireless line. Mo Howard David at two this afternoon. I can't wait to miss that. You be listening now. You be there or be square. Now, let's see. There you go. Where? Now, let's see. Did we leave anybody out? I, mean, I, was, I thought that was kind of interesting. That uh, and again, the audience doesn't know most of these people, but nevertheless. Let's see. Let's and now. There's Ken Walden up front. Ken and I are a buddy buddy. We love each other like crazy, like brothers. There's um yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong on any of these, okay? Okay. Because I know you talk behind my back all the time. It's a lot all of the time, people. right? Uh, Tommy. Tommy is great. We yes. get along fantastic. Right. Um, Robert hates me like poison. Yeah, but he hates everybody. Yeah. 
Uh, Beast, Beast and I are uh, pretty tight. We get along okay. In spite of the fact I trash him every now and then, but we get right. along Well, he better. backstabs everybody, not just us, but everybody. Right. He gets along with everybody and backstabs everybody. Right. I understand that. But nevertheless, he doesn't dislike me. Right. Uh, Miguel and I get along great. Right. Josh Cordes uh, likes me a lot when those checks come. Damn and when a free And when a free food comes in, he likes me like a brother. Like a mother. We're tight. Right. Now, let's see. Who am I? Let's get. The water Nazi, of course, hates me like poison. I mean, <laughs> there is no water Nazi. Ah, don't mess with my lord. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, uh, the feeling is incredibly intense and mutual. Gary Sarner hates me. Let's go. Now, what about the, the other salespeople? I don't even know the other salespeople. Right. Well, Berkeley probably hates me because I've been trashing her. Because she got what? She does not. Yes, she does. She does not. Okay. Well, you said she does not. Well, I mean, you've got your thumb right on the pulse of what's going on. I'm a million miles away, so what do I know? Right. Uh, who am I leaving out that's been there a while? Now, Fat Boy, I, I really don't know what to say. I, he there's... likes you and he wants you to like him. Oh. And, and, well, wait a minute. I never said I disliked him. Personally, no, no. I do like him. Haven't I told you this? Sure. sure. But professionally, I mean, see, he's taking it personal and this is business, you know? Actually, he's one of the uh, few people he's fun. doing a number he, back there. Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> in in, a, in an annoying that? way. What was that? That was the uh, high boy. Was that, apparently. was that the number he was doing? <laughs> was that, I thought the number he was doing was at Treasure Island, but nevertheless, I guess I'll have to play that. Now he's he likes, but he you know, he's we got issues. Uh, who else? Greg, of course, hates all of us. Anybody connected with the show, like poison, like that. Uh, Clarence, Clarence. Once upon a time, Clarence and I were very, very tight, almost like uh, twin brothers, like joined at the hip. He likes you. He wants. He, he likes me, and he wants me to like. And I do like him personal. I mean, the idea of him as the program director is like. That would be like Tubby Boots is the president. You know, it's, it's just it's just kind of I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me. But he but he's okay. I don't dislike him. I dislike the act sometimes with him and Duff. That act that they pull off that we could be unmentionable act. No, not not that unmentionable. Oh. Not that one. I don't know. <laughs> now let's see. Who am I leaving out? There's so many people know. in that building. Come yeah. on, let's let's give the rundown. I try who, not to go could, to that side of the could, building anymore. Who could these faxes be coming from? Well, the new sales manager Stiffy. Obviously, he hates me like poison. Yeah, that's all your fault. Now, you know, something that's too bad. You know, if you want to act like a coward and run away and just because we talk about you, that's the way this show works, okay, Stiffy? You don't have any exemption. I'll say one thing for Screw Ann. She took the crap from me for seven years, and she kept coming back for more, man. That's what Roy said. Right? Right. Well, yeah, she's a... Uh, no, yeah, she was persistent. She, she, you know, and when I'd come there, she'd put on an act. And, oh, Nino, I'm so happy to see you. Which, of course, you know, the venom was just flowing through the air. You could, it was almost... A, uh, you could almost cut it with a butter knife. But nevertheless, she at least made an effort. And, and when I'd give a problem with her, with the, her salespeople, she'd hop right on it, man. And the problem, too. Now, who else am I leaving out? Oh, engineering. The, uh, engineering. Oh, wow. <laughs> well. All right, now, I see you're wrong about that. Fix it likes me. I'm not so sure. Really? He's turned on me now no, since I, don't, I turned on I don't know who he likes, quite frankly. Get out of here. Fix right. it and I go way back. Long before I ever saw your little ugly face, uh, Fix it and I were tight as a drum. Get out of here. All right. No, he uh, he probably took it personal. He was in Niagara Falls with his wife that time and wanted to come up here and mess up my equipment. I said, no, thanks. Remember that? Yeah, I did. It, well, that wasn't personal. Well, part of it was personal because I didn't want to waste a whole day trying to give him directions to find this place and sit around and waste a day of my life trying to entertain him while he was in here screwing up my equipment that all works fantastic, thank you. But personally, yeah, we get along fine. Bob Vermouth, of course, corporate. That's corporate. Hates me like poison. Um, uh, what's her name? Joyce. Hates me like arsenic and old lace without mm -hmm. the old lace. But that, that, that's fine. I don't care about those people, see? They're not even in the building. I must be leaving somebody out. Well, of course, up front, your buddy. And, of course, he doesn't hate me either. 
No. Somebody that I wish would hate me, Carlos, Freaky Carlos, he actually likes me a lot. Okay. And, of course, that's a gay thing, you know. He does. You don't believe right. that? No, I know he likes you. Noslin likes me. Yes. She not likes everybody. Not. Yeah, she's just a sweetheart. She's, she's one of the nicest people in the building. In the world. Yeah, I love her. Uh, who else? Who am I leaving out? There's got to be somebody. I'm trying to think. You know, the girl. How about Jen? Down. Jen? Yeah. She likes you a lot. Well, there you go. And I like her, so what's not to like? Counting? I, I don't know the people in the counting right now, currently. I don't have any idea who they well, are. They probably, you know, they, they they probably hate me because of the fact that they wind up getting a lot of crap yeah. when the checks keep showing up late, which they do very often. And it's just, you know, it's a constant battle to get paid by these great robbers. But, you know, see, all of this business about the way I talk about management. Look, if they reacted like responsible people, if they, if they paid people on time, if they honored the contracts, if they didn't lie to you like crazy, if they didn't enter into illegal uh, contracts that overlap with your show, if they, in other words, if they treated you like a mensch, if they even understood what that meant, then it would be. It could be, it could be so pleasant. It, could, it would be unbelievable. It would be, it would be just like heaven, like somebody I know would say it could be like paradise. But it's not. Look at the way they strung poor Joe Rose along. And, and, man, here's a guy that came back even after they trashed him when he was doing the worst team and told him he was retiring from that show to go to work full-time for Channel 6. And they, they fired him but said, stick around until we can find figure out something else to do. You're fired. You but kiss my rear end. Yeah. And he comes back. Most people wouldn't come back after being treated like And they treat him like crap again. And we're going to have meetings, and we're going to discuss your contract. In the meantime, they're like doing a fast end around with that Howard Stern crap behind his back. And oh, guess what? You're done. See ya. And chase him across the street. I just love to be a fly on the wall when he and the Zach conversations about QAM. Boy, wouldn't you think oh, I toy? Oh, brother. And, and speaking of Zach, how do you like talk about the way you operate a business? How do you like the day that Zach came in? I'm sitting here, and he's down there with you, and is going to tell me the real story about why he wasn't out with Mo anymore. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And, and Clarence, Clarence, our program director, Clarence Josh Darrow, is coaching him, putting the words in his mouth, what he should say. Smacking him when he says the wrong thing. Yeah, giving him a smacking and a big fat head of his. <laughs> yeah, all I can say is, watch your back, Zach. Oh, that's right, he got out. Nice going, Zach. 1214 at 560 WQM. You know, if you want to buy a mattress in a department store or a bedding showroom, go right ahead. You're going to get ripped off. You're going to get probably some off-brand goods. If you want the best deal, just make that easy phone call, 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for dollar mattress. You'll discover they've got the most liberal exchange policy, so what's not to like? Did you know that 1-800-MATTRESS has got more repeat customers than anybody else going in the universe? So once you try it, I'll guarantee I'll bet you fat boy's life on it, you'll never go back to a showroom again. You'll get no nonsense with Dial a Mattress, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands you know and trust and love. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be calling the company ranked number one, numero uno in customer satisfaction. And they carry the top brands in the world, Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. And now Dial a Mattress offers no payments or interest until 2006. I use them. Mo uses them. And you know how picky he is. George, Miguel, Fatboy, a lot of other QMers have been using them for years. So the smart way to buy a mattress is not waste your time and gas and money in the bedding and department stores, but just sit on your fat ass right now. Make one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS, or log on to their website, mattress.com, for the best sleep you've ever had. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. That's the smart way to go. You're listening to Neil Rogers. On 560 QAM. She's not too bad. Sienna's okay when you get in bed with her. The minute you find she's cold when your heart, then you can start to 
dump her for someone better. And when your relationship with sin made you begin to look for someone who's slightly older, People Magazine voted you in. The sexiest man can go hunting. You might find someone with bigger boulders. Na 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 na. Hey dude, if married life gets bad. Oh, look at this. I passed Cole like he was standing still. You see, this is the way it is. Let's blame him for it. Other than politicians, whose death do you most eagerly await? Jerry Falwell, 250. Terry Schiavo, 119. Too late. The Pope, 95. Il Papa, my own, 45. Neil Rogers, 42. I'm dying over here. Mo Howard David at 38. We got a good battle going on, me and Mo. My mother-in-law, 22. Don Imus, 15. Bob Novak, 9. My spouse, 9. Prozac Ron, 3. George Steinbrenner, 3. And Reverend Jones, the unctuous Reverend Jones, has got a pair. So his boyfriend tells us. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless lines. WQAM, hello. I'll wait and wait. QAM, we hear you breathing. We hear you knocking. Oh, another another yeah, one of them good phones. phones. Right. Probably Sprint. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless lines. I'm sure there's got to be a lot of more names on this poll. How about putting George on there, Josh? What do you say? Let's do it. I think you'll do right. well. I will do well. You won't give me any run for the money, but you'll do well. You're just not old enough I'll to give me the run. No, like they're, they're still. What are you now you about? No chance. I'll be Terry Shava. WQAM, hello. I don't want to get into a survey. WQAM, hello. Yes, yeah, Dr. Mayo. Yes, sir. I, I got one for your poll. Yep. Uh, I would have to say Reverend Falwell. Jerry Falwell. Who? Reverend Jerry Falwell. Oh, you mean the guy that's leading our poll with 255 votes? Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> well, let's put him on there. Didn't I, did I just get you reading the list? Didn't I ju- just only moments ago, just milliseconds ago? Maybe I'm dreaming now. Maybe it's my Alzheimer's kicking in. Maybe I'm near the end, you know, like, uh, uh, like that. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. This is Neil Howard. Put my... WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing today, Mr. Rogers? Okay, sir. I would like to add one to the poll. I'd like to put, what's her name, my ex on there. Your ex, your ex-spouse. Okay, fine. That's good, ex-spouse. We got current spouse, we got nine, and what about ex-spouse? Sounds good. Get a lot of votes, eh? We got QAM, hello. QAM. Hey, what's yeah. Neil? Yes, sir. I gotta tell you, I've been down here about ten years with you and all the other guys on, you know, QAM. Yeah. I gotta tell you, Mo is just unlistenable. I don't know what the heck it is, but unlistenable is that what you said? Unlistenable. That's on. That's a new term. Unlistenable. Huh. Yeah. Horrible. Really. I mean, you know, I... Well, I like let, let me ask you this. In all fairness, not that I really want to be fair at this point after his explosive tirade, but what is it that makes him unlistenable? You know, I mean, be a little more pacific. You know, I don't, I don't know what the heck it is, because I like a lot of the sports nerds. You know, I like Hank and 
the guys that went to 790, Defoe and all those other guys that we never talk about anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, there's something about the, the Molmeister that just, he just rubs me the wrong way, you know? Can't, I can't put my finger on it. Can't you put know, your but, finger on it, okay? But Maybe you, it's a uh, ball spot. Not trying to suck up at all, but you guys, I, I like almost everybody down there except for the Mole, the mole Man. Can't stand the guy. I hate him like poison. Well, nobody's perfect. Okay, have a great day, Pally. Thanks for the uh, memories. Florida lawmakers honor Terry Shiva with a moment of silence, and it goes on in the grandstanding and the parading and the hysteria and the, the phony baloney and, oh, they're so concerned. Uh, yeah. I, I just can't stand it, man. It, it's just like that whole thing with the steroids, that, that, that whole dog and pony show in Eliana. Not, not just her, but, I mean, she stood out because she's from our, our area, you know. That crap about uh, this one's from Cuba and that one never stole a freight train and and, uh, and uh, Raffi wouldn't go back to Cuba to play against Castro because he didn't want dignified Castro. And uh, she makes a five-minute speech about Cuba that's got nothing to do with steroids, nothing to do about anything, except she's a professional Cuban and an idiotic bitch. That, that's, her, that's her story. Ileana Rosanna Dana. We, we apologize, Gilda. We're so sorry. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, listen, I want to agree with that other caller a few callers back. Uh, his spouse. I didn't like her either. <laughs> That's cute. Isn't that cute? That was cute. got around. 5670560. I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to read anymore. I've got a whole pile of stuff here. I just don't, because my throat is just, like, right on the edge. Oh, no, I, I take that back. I got one. Well, maybe even more than one. See, I can't stop. It's your fault. I know. Good. Welcome to CSI San Jose. The forensic experts have the finger fragment, the very tip with nicely manicured nail, which showed up in that woman's bowl of chili at the Wendy's restaurant on Monterey Highway last week that we talked about now the third time. The high-tech sleuths of the Santa Clara County Crime Lab are busy trying to hunt down its owner. They know so far that it's nobody in the FBI's more than 50 million strong criminal database. The poor fingerless sap apparently was living a clean life. The county has its top man on the job, Rich Renault, who trains all crime scene investigators. He's conducted a lot of delicate tests on the finger, shining lights at oblique angles to make a photograph. He also dusted it as he would a snub-nosed revolver uh, used in a stick-up. No luck. It was a long shot going in, he said yesterday. He also ran it through a database of Santa Clara County criminals and a database of all law enforcement officials in the county just in case. Renault said the San Jose police will also run it through databases as a double-check. The quality of the print was marginal, he said, so he wasn't surprised it turned up no potential owners. Meanwhile, the finger is back in the hands of the medical examiner, who's conducting DNA tests, which could turn up the race and gender of the person it was once attached to. Lieutenant Chris Forrester said the coroner may hire a private lab to run further tests on the finger. He said it felt like a finger, which would determine if it was cooked with a batch of chili or dropped in later, which would be an intriguing plot twist right out of the hitcher with Rucker Howard. In any case, the investigation won't end there. Somehow a finger got an innocent woman's chili, and by gosh, that county is going to find out how. As Wendy's now becomes famous for finger foods. Yeah. I do like Wendy's a lot, though. So do don't I. eat there. Yes, we do. It's easy to do the Atkins there, man. Just don't eat the bread. Don't eat the bun. Don't get no ketchup on there because the ketchup is full of azucar, baby. Sugar. It is really loaded. Like but just about like anything else you can smear. What? Like the smoothies loaded with sugar, but it sure is good. What smoothies? Smoothies from Power Smoothies. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got one now? Yeah, and also a <laughs> Mexican chicken bowl from there, too. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. Well, I, I may not be coming back there, you know, because now that Mo's oh, going to we'll kick my away. ass and all the food's going to be. We're just gonna oh, like yeah. We'll keep goulash. him away. We're going to kiss and embrace when we come in here, okay? Oh, no, I meant the food, not Mo. Oh. I'm selling tickets for that event. Are you really? Oh, and uh, see, the good thing of it is now, because I come in early in the morning, and at 2 o'clock, we can have like a showdown in the, out in the hallway, you know? There you go, an AM showdown. Right. He can be John Wayne, and I can be from, like, in La Caja Fall, I can be Faye Wayne. 
I think you should wear sumo wrestling gear, too, yeah. while you're doing it. We can have maybe a stare down in the hallway. You can look down there and go, <laughs> you fairy. Yeah. Or maybe he'll just go, do, 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 do. I know he doesn't say that, though. 20, 27 past noon at 560 WQM. You know, spring is here. Thank God. Thank you, God. And now's a great time to get on down to Armstrong Ford Homestead for some fantastic, unbeatable deals on new O5s. Right now, get behind the wheel of a Focus or escape with $2,000 cash back from Ford and zero, or is that zero percent financing? How about an exhibition with three grand cash back and 1.9% financing? Check out the 05 four-door Explorer right now at Armstrong Ford Homestead with $2,500 cash back and 1.9% financing. And don't forget, only when you buy from Armstrong Ford Homestead, you'll get their exclusive tires, parts, and batteries for life program and a free Florida Sun Pass, too. Armstrong Ford is proud of our servicemen and women. If you're in the military, have a relative in the military, no matter if it's active duty, reservist, National Guard, or Coast Guard, you'll get you a military appreciation discount, too. David Rich and the staff at Armstrong Ford Homestead guarantee you the best price going anywhere. And because they're locally owned and operated, they're going to treat you fantastic. No high pressure, no BS. They'll treat you like family to make you a lifelong customer. Armstrong Ford of Homestead, 30725 South Dixie Highway, 20 minutes south of the 836. Check them out on the web at armstrongcars.com, or you give David or Victor a call at 305-247-5112. 247-5112. But whatever you do, drive a few extra miles and save yourself thousands and thousands on a great new Ford from Armstrong Ford of Homestead. You're listening to Neil Rogers, exclusively on 560 AM rate is funny. Now, Michael, I want you to answer as truthfully as you can. State your name for the record. Michael Jackson. What did you give the children that stayed with you at Neverland? Give them hot milk, cookies. Anything else? Handcuffs. If a boy wanted to sleep with you... I wouldn't have a problem with it. Have you had sexual relations before? Yes. With who? Elephants and giraffes and crocodiles and tigers and lions. Your accuser said he saw you naked. Did he see your privates? Absolutely, yes. And? It's very swollen. Very swollen? You'd be amazed how often I hear that. Well, how about this? Billy Jean not my lover. She's just a girl says that I am the one. But the kid is not my son. Twelve thirty-one. As we extend the finger, not the hand, but the finger of friendship to our friend Mo Howard David, it will be along at two. Mad Dog at four. Hurricane Hotline at seven. You'll be on to be sure to miss that. Geldy at eight, and then Eddie K at ten o'clock. Geldy. I mean Steve Goldstein. We got a real battle going on now. Look at that. Mo has got forty-five. I got forty-four. Is that what it says? So I'm on. Forty-five, forty-four. He's just just barely ahead of me by a, by a thin curly here. Mo curly and five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Just make sure you keep that food out of there. It's the important thing. we got them brats coming in. Brat from Fritz and, some goulash. Fritz Franz and brats. Yeah, and some goulash. Goulash, goulash. Other than that, um, although I'll be honest with you, a nice ribeye would be nice from Kansas City Steakhouse. I could have a steak. I agree. <laughs> Josh will come in for that. Come you know something? Early. If I would have said a big, uh, a big bowl of cat stew, you'd have said, I agree, you know? Cat stew? Or cat goo. Cat mandu. Uh, or cat mandu. Okay, let, let's take about 100 calls between now and 2 o'clock and get that line here, okay? All right. I want to go to lunch. Get my throat all cleaned out here. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I want to put down my vote for my mother-in-law. The bitch got drunk one night and literally came over to my house and tried to fist fight me. <laughs> okay. See, there's a way to solve the problem. Well, there are two ways to deal with the mother-in-law, of course. Or just uh, dump the wife would be good. WQAM, Hello. 
<laughs> Barely. Yeah, that was good. Quality of your phones, man, is almost as good as the quality of a lot of the calls. Not quite. Nothing can match that. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You ought to put the juice on there. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. How do we forget him? Oh, you can't forget the juice. Especially with Johnny Cochran dying the other day. How could we forget is, the juice? Is he going to be his pallbearer? Yeah, he's going to be his poor bearer, yeah. <laughs> hey, one, more thing. Yes. one more thing. Are you, why don't you have a nice crossover today with Mo to start the day off? His day yeah, off I'll, I'll do a cross dress, okay? I'll get out my pink uh, hoop skirt and we'll uh, uh, yank that thing on. I'll get out my cube skirt. Is that your college hoop skirt? Yeah. So uh, you got it? O.J. Simpson, man. How oh, could yeah. we forget O.J.? In fact, right. maybe I can change my vote again. How's that Mo thing coming? Me and Mo. Uh, you 46, 44. We've got to tighten that up a little bit, like Archie Brill and Drells would say, do the tighten up. Remember them? Nope. WQAM, hello. Shimo Killer. I, I bet you Boca Brown remembers Archie Brill and the Drells. Oh, sure. He's an old fart. WQAM, hello. What about uh, Fidel Castro for the poll? Castro, a lot of people got their fingers and legs crossed on that one. Okay, Pally. He's Is a politician. He's not a politician. He's a okay. dictator. Right. Now, you know what I mean by pop. We're talking about American politicians. Okay? I know what Get out of here. You know what we're trying to do with that. We just don't want no uh, names on there, you know? No locals. No, not we don't want no yokels. No yokels. Although Yoko Ono, she'd be okay. She sure don't look good, but man, can she sing? Huh? No. WQAM, hello. Yes, uh, Uncle Neil. And what's that little pansy kid of theirs? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Sean. Sean Lennon. Oh, can he sing or what? No. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, but there is some more breaking news. Uh, Johnny Cochran is still dead. Oh, thanks for the good news, okay? It's been a hell of a week. Yeah, Johnny Cochran uh, a couple of days ago. Now we got Terry died at 9.05 this morning, Eastern Time. Terry Falwell is still hanging on. They hit him with five Bibles, and he's still hanging on. And then we got the Pope with that feeding uh, in his nose. He's taking strands of angel hair pasta up the nose through a feeding tube. And just, uh, in fact, let's see, I got a story on that. See, I, I told you I don't want to read. And we got an hour and a half to go, and you're going to make me lose my voice. Then you'll have to finish the show. And then you'll be on tomorrow when we got the ratings coming out at 1130. That's probably a good idea. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really... And you know something? For anybody who might be listening right now, no matter what they are, and I've been doing it for many, 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 many years on the year, uh... We, we, we pass them along. Every trend, every rating. We're not going like, to say, oh, we had a bad one. We won't tell you. You know? I mean, anybody could do that. And many Whatever do. they are, they are. That's all. And then we'll make up some excuse. Although public appearances by the Pope are generally seen as a sign of sustained health, when John Paul II appeared at his studio window yesterday, he cast the opposite impression. With his hands shaking, the Pope strained his voice, but let nothing up but a muffled gurgle. It kind of sounded like, Oy! like that. In another sign of his increasing frailty, the Pope has begun receiving nutrition through a feeding tube through his nose. The Vatican said acknowledging the Pope's recovery from surgery last month has been slow. In a statement yesterday, Vatican spokesman Joaquin Navarro Valls, who just won't get out of our face, said the Pope has been outfitted with a nasogastric tube to improve the calorie intake and favor an effective recovery of strength. I mean, can you imagine sitting at a fine restaurant, a trattoria in Italy, and you're like, you know... Hmm, that course I mean, I know if Noel was there, we know what she'd be doing. That's not Parmesan cheese, by the way, that white powder. But anyway, you're, you're like taking your angel hair pasta up the nose. Oh, my God. John Paul's brief appearance at his studio window yesterday was his second unsuccessful attempt to speak to the crowds in St. Peter's Square that week to the Getschkes in St. Peter's Square. 
After managing just a rasp of his voice, he blessed well-wishers by making the sign of the cross with his hand and withdrew. He, like, uh, he drew back like Bela Lugosi, you know, remember when Van right. Helsing pulled out the crucifix? <laughs> like that. Yeah. In fact, wouldn't it be something if he pulled up his... He doesn't have a cape like Dracula, but he's got that dress, you know? <laughs> if he pulled it up yeah. over his head? <laughs> oh, he pulled the white dress up over his head. Like that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I mean, it's, it's so sad. Most of the people in the world are just a bunch of little scared sheep. That's all. Just waiting for somebody to tell them what to think, how to live, what to watch, what to read. Which is why America, I guess, is uh, coming into its perfection now. It's rounding into form. Look at her. If you're watching CNN right now, what is that? King David struggles. They had to be sure that all vital signs were gone and were gone. Now, I don't want to be insensitive, but have you ever wondered, I mean, is it is his mouth crooked or his mustache just shaven bad? His, his mouth is crooked. I beg your pardon? His mouth is crooked. Oh, like, what's his name? Brian Williams on NBC News. Oh, oh, his his face. On the one hand, she needs food and water. Yeah, he, he's got a nose that aims off to one side, and his mouth uh -huh. is, like, off in the corner of his uh, chin where his uh, ear, earlobe ought to be. He's got a banana head, sideways banana he is, head. Although I will admit I'm watching that. By default, I will not watch wow. Okie Dokie. <laughs> I won't watch Bob Schieffer, and I certainly will not watch Peter Jennings, who sounds like he's a step away from my, his own feeding. Cube. He's really uh, not talking well. I don't mind Peter Jennings. Can't stand him. And so I'm stuck with NBC News. I mean, he's polished. He sounds good. I wish nobody would have told us about him being a big Rush, uh, you know, a Rush liquor fan, because that kind of like spooled the whole thing for me. WQAM, hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. You know what? You got to give yourselves a pat on the back. You guys do a great job every day, and I appreciate yes, listening. To every you. day. How do you like that? Do these people day. we work for appreciate us? No. Every day, come hell yes. or rain or high water, whatever. And the second thing I wanted to say is, um, you know, I was um, injured as a child. I was mauled by a dog, and I was on the machines and the respirator and really? a feeding tube. They, uh, my parents, a feeding tube. Oh. Uh, tube. And um, eventually they did take me off, and I did survive. But they thought I wasn't going to, but I did. So you never know. Maybe we'll have uh, Terry around for quite some time still. She I died this but. morning. She died. Uh, you see, I'm not with it, man. I'm working, <laughs> and I'm only listening to you, you know? 9.05 a.m., man. Well, we'll have her around for a while, but maybe not in the but same time. No, period, I, actually, I, actually, I actually survived, thank God. And, you well, know, thank um, God for that, Pally. We'll say a thank, prayer for you. We'll say a buffer for you. You too. See, I guess I should keep repeating that because it's on everybody's, it's right on the edge of our fingertips. Terry, 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 right? Right. Because the media, this is, I think this is even worse than Alien. You know, I mean, Alien, I don't know, that dragged on longer, didn't it? Oh, yeah. A lot longer. Went on for months. Well, I mean, technically, this is 15 years. But then, you know. this is, now, now that I'm talking about this media no, feeding frenzy. Yeah. Uh, the feeding tube frenzy. feeding tube frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man, it's been going on. And even now that she died at 9.05 this morning, it's still going on. God. And, of course, there's almost nobody there anymore, so they keep showing these really bizarre, mugwump-looking, uh, okey finoki kind of like real uh -huh. strange, I would say people, but I would be using the term loosely. Exclusively. Disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. I check one, two. I thank you for coming. I'm 50 Cent, and I'm the game. We're here to put an end to this violent rap war by calling it truce. A truce? I thought we was calling a ceasefire. No, fool. Ain't no ceasefire. It's a truce. Yo, step off. It's a ceasefire. It's a truce. Ceasefire. Truce. Ceasefire. Ceasefire it is. <laughs> 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 
I'm just waiting for the, the body fall sound. 1244, 16 to 1 at QAM. Accusations of sexual harassment and intimidation have been leveled at the head of a U.N. team praised for her role in elections in Afghanistan and Iraq. The allegations against Karina Pirelli, head of the U.N.'s Electoral Assistance Division, were quoted in a report commissioned by the World Body, but the U.N. ambassador defended Mrs. Pirelli and said the report was preliminary. The U.N. commissioned an investigation into the Electoral Assistance Division after staff complained about their work environment. The report quoted staff accusing Mrs. Pirelli of harassment and intimidation, but didn't directly blame her. Members of her team said they had suffered emotionally because of her behavior and complained they worked in an abusive environment full of sexual innuendo and intimidation. Ms. Pirelli is said to have made sexual advances to a male colleague, and if you saw this picture of her, you could easily understand why. I see. Accusations of favoritism and misuse of travel funds were also quoted in the report, and the partridge in the pear tree. She's a little on the... Well, you really can't tell her. She's just ugly. She might not really be all that... Porky, but she's okay. pretty ugly. In fact, she looks kind of like almost a guy. Five six seven oh, maybe it is a guy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless lines. I'll tell you, we're getting a whopping response. And who would you like to croak poll? Other than politicians, whose death you most eagerly await? Eagerly, Jerry Falwell, two seventy three. Terry Schiavo, who died at nine oh five this morning, hundred and twenty eight. The Pope, one oh one. Shame on you. You heathen bastards, you. Mo Howard David at 48. My own 47, meaning them. Neil Rogers, 46. I'm only two behind the mo man. My mother-in-law, 22. Don Imus. Uh-oh, this thing just hopped on me again. Don't you hate that when it hops? Yes. Imus, 16. My spouse, 11. Robert Novak, 10. George Steinbrenner's got four, finally. He finally moved up. Fidel Castro, three. OJ's got three. Prozac Ron, three. Reverend Jones, three. My ex-spouse, two. And, George, you don't have any out of 723 votes. You got the big... I do you like that scene? You thought you got... What? Wait till they discover that I'm on there. George is last. He didn't have even a single one. They love you, man. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh, and that's another... Here, here's another good example. I forgot about that. <clears throat> Remember we did that poll? Right. The one that Rush won by about 600 votes? Mm-hmm. Broadcasters what, you hate. What, South Florida, what, what broadcast you heard in South Florida did you hate the most? Now, mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh won with about 80 million votes. But other than that, a very respectable second was a good battle between you and who else? Howard. No. No, he was down a ways. I thought it was me and him neck and neck. No, I don't think so. But at any rate, and, uh, now, you know, and you got a ton of votes, okay? We put yeah. you on it. We put me yeah. on there. We put everybody sure. on there. Who cares? It, it's, it's for fun. It's a poll. It means nothing. In fact, the ones we took the last two days mean a little bit more because at least it gives us some indication of who's listening to what and who's uh, doing whom, you know? Right. Which, quite frankly, we like to find out if we still got any audience after all these shenanigans the last three years. There wasn't nobody whining. Oh, jeez, put me on there again. Oh, God. How, how can you go through your entire life being a child in adult clothing, you know? WQAM, hello. Hello. Dale. Yes, sir. Yes. I want you to put Father Paul Shanley on the list. Father Shanley, too late. Oh, no, Father Shanley. I thought he was talking about Father Gay. Gun. Father Gay. Shanley. Okay, get him on there. All right. Sorry. I get all those child molesting priests confused. Well, they look the same. Catholic. Yeah, they all smell the same. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, Pally. John from Columbia down here on vacation, man. Uh, oh, wow. Shocking. What, yeah. what about Scott Peterson? Okay, that sounds like a deal. In fact, I think you'll get your wish, but that's going to take a right time. I think his time's up. Although I think on the inside, something that could happen, you know? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hearing. All right. Happy, Thanks, Happy Holly. Hanukkah. Bye. And back to you, John. <laughs> happy Purim, baby. Happy Simchas Torah, as the Farbissen Yidlach say. Happy Tishabov. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a Verizon and singer. You know something? I wish you know where did that come from? Who started all that angst? Tishabot? No. Who started that crap with Mo with, with all those tapes and that? You know, I mean the audience loves it, of course, but yeah. I, I just I just don't have the appetite just to go through all that again. It's just I don't. You know, I was the one who said, okay, I was the one who said to these flunkies we got to Duff and Clarence, and believe me, flunky is an understatement. I said, look. If we're going to start this crap again with this drain monkeys and, and, you know, turning everybody against each other in like an on-the-air war, I don't think that's where we need to be going. You got this other station that allegedly has got an audience that they're all bent out of shape about this 790. And we at least ought to be on the same page. doesn't mean we have to like each other. We don't have to kiss each other's ass. But I really don't think it's a great idea that we have to have warfare. That was my idea. Not them. You think they got an idea in their own head? No. No. And I thought at the time, about three weeks ago, I thought it was a pretty good idea. Just, just at least let's have a little bit of peace in the family, okay? In the family. And now we take a poll that wasn't done with it, with the Ventum in mind or anything else, and right away, oh my God, if he's starting again, then it's just a matter of time. Go to hell. And that's, you know, that's my comment. Go to hell. Rot, Fester. Remember Fester? Uncle Fester. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Rot and Fester. He was bald. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. If the coffee doesn't fit, we must acquit. Right. Okay. Now he's talking about coffee enema. Rectum. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, way late, but a uh, happy anniversary. We've been trying to call for a long <laughs> yeah. time. I'm um, April Fool, yeah. <laughs> and I got one for your list. How about I've, uh, this calls for George? Greg Reed. Greg Reed, okay, I guarantee a lot of current and ex-employees will be uh, dancing on his grave. Make no mistake about it. Let's get him on there right away, okay? Greg. Okay. Want to change your vote? Sorry. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I got two things. First of all, I want to vote for my uh, mother-in-law and her smelly diapers. Okay. And second, I'd like to suggest the poll. Good. Would, how about... How about what two famous people would put on the best show in a naked fat slapping contest? Huh? Mm. Eh. What? Here's that line nine. They're still on there again. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got one, one suggestion for your poll and a question for you. Go right ahead. Uh, the poll suggestion is how about Rush Limbaugh? Ooh, that's a good one. In fact, he did so good on that other one that they hate like poison. Why not? Why not, old Rush? Kill <laughs> pop and hypocritical uh, finger pointing Rush. Exactly, that's the top of my list. Also, um, I keep hearing you joke around serious radio. Are you actually really going to serious? Uh, I'll let you know when I find out. When I hear something, which I hear nothing, you know, my agent is a, a pansy, so I, I don't know what's going on, you know? I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Okay, sir. thanks, Pally. Thank In fact, you, maybe that would be the solution for all of this. Maybe Mo could just do 10 to 2, and we'll just go off to serious to take the whole thing. Gee. What? I'm Both serious. Days. And that's a thought. That's an idea. Let the Mo man have 10 to 2. And we'll go to Sirius, take our act, our sorry little act there, and just get out of his hair, so to speak, and just, you know, have peace in the family. The only problem with that is that Hank hates him like poison. He and Geldy hate each other like poison. Mad Dog, not that they're not through the Dolphin games anymore. It's just a matter of time before he unleashes his real feelings, which I know very well, by the way. So, you know, you can blame it on me, or me and George, or me and George and Josh Cordes, or anybody else associated within 100 yards of our studio. But the fact of the matter is, Mo, it's uh, a lot more than that. Like I've said before, this business about how I'm in step and the whole rest of the world is out of step, that doesn't fly too well, you know? Maybe you can delude yourself into believing that, but it just it just doesn't hold any water, you know? Even like that. Cube! It didn't hold any water. That's why she died this morning. <laughs> we have Dixie Cups. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And then, of course, they had that little, that little bit of wine, you know, the communion. A drop. Just a drop. <laughs> no, it's just amazing. Every line in that movie, every line was delivered with such special, with such perfection, you know? Right. Almost every word, every line of dialogue in that movie was just, is memorable. There's just something about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for example. What's the matter with you? I think your brain is going soft. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. And, of course, the ever-famous for us pigs. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectful? Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever? Ever. Ever. For justice, we must go to Don Corleone. I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out. It's just my enemy. That's all. Well, let me tell you something, my crowd, Mick, friend. Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. I'm going to make him an offer he can with you. She was beautiful. She was young. She was innocent. She was the greatest piece of ass I've ever had, and I've had him all over the world. You're taking this very personal. <laughs> oh. Am I right? Yes. I wonder if Josh Cordes has seen The Godfather. Of course. Oh, oh, don't say of course. We know plenty of people who haven't seen The Godfather. I just who haven't I, I seen don't, The Godfather. I know many people who have not seen The Godfather. You're kidding me. I'm going to tell you right now. Although we don't have all the lines are spoken, but well, I don't know how we would do that poll. Right. I, I keep running into people. I don't know anybody who hasn't seen it once. I do. Once. I do. I do. Wow. Yeah. WQAM Godfather line. Hello. Two AM. Must have been Luca Brasi. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Pretty good. Um, question for you. Uh, question. With these right to life yeah. are they going to be um, all over Michael Shivo when he finally gets married now, uh, however long that takes? I mean, it's, it's going to take a year. Well, what, what does that mean that they're going to be all over him? I'm sure by then the spotlight will have diminished. Now that she's dead, even though they're finishing the final acts of their dog and pony show, I mean, that, that's going to be the end of it. Uh, they'll find some way to bring it up and some way to... Well, the, the way they'll probably they're bring it up is uh, go hang out by Judge Greer's house uh, 24-7, you know? The, 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 those people at the front, by the way, have no life. Thank you, Neil. Okay. Well, there's only about, like, four of them left there. They, the toothless wonders. Oh, somebody ought to bring them a of toothpaste. I think they're getting ready to march on Washington. And, and maybe a, a little bit of body wash can't be bad, you know? Wow. Oh, they're going to march on Washington? Good. That's because the Bushes didn't do enough. That's right. I agree with them. The Bushes didn't do enough, okay? Down with the Bushes. Vote them out. When in doubt, vote them out in impeachment. Don't you think? Absolutely. When in doubt, toss them out. 1256 at 560. I'll bring it to Ricola. Oh, okay. Ricola. 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 Good stuff. Much better than Hall's Mentholiptus. Oh, well, this this has the sugar. Because, you know, I don't dash and eat the um, sorbitol stuff on the air. Right. Or I'd have to keep, like, making a, a mad dash, you know? You know, I, Mrs. Dash? I, I feel your pain. I could be Miss Dash. But at any rate, this is a recall that was pretty good when you got, like, a little uh, scratchy throat. But I'll recover. I'll be back for tomorrow. 11.30 in the morning, we got those numbers coming out, and then we'll all be illing. Oh, th- this is going to be. No, no wonder they're, like, taking, uh, you know, they're probably all getting drunk today, wouldn't you think? I would. How about Muff? Have you seen her today? Yo, Jay. Huh? Yes. Oh. 
So that's going to be the theme music when those numbers come out 1130 this tomorrow morning. They're going to be really bad. We're going to look really terrible. And, and you know, and we'll give you the honest numbers. Although it is April Fool's Day, keep that in mind. Huh? No fooling? We got a 90 share. Huh? It's April Fooling. A minute after one at 560. Q. WQAM. We got Mo Howard David, who's become a little bit surly lately, but he'll be all right. Now he's got his back all straightened out. Mo at two. We got Mad Dog at four. Hurricane Hotline at seven. Geldy at eight. Boy, does he belong on the air or no. what? And uh, Eddie K at ten. Pulled astray by money troubles at home. Officer Robert C. Winston admits he did wrong. Remember Winston tastes good like a cigarette should? Right. right. The 14-year police veteran pawned gu- police guns for cash then tried to cover it up. He pawned police guns. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's a lot of pawn shops around, especially sure. in good old... Robert! Especially on 441. That's pawn shop heaven. Winston told police investigators he never intended to keep the money, but by design of mistake, four department handguns were improperly taken to the Broward Pawn and Gun Shop in Davie and traded for cash. All four pawn guns eventually were returned to the police department, though the city had to spend 1735 bucks to buy two of them back. Winston, a SWAT team member, resigned in August, not in good standing, according to this uh, week's released, uh, just released records. He also permanently gave up his state police certification. The BSOs investigated, uh, the office investigated, chose not to charge Winston, yet it uh, criticized his gross mismanagement of uh, police weapons. Meanwhile, the State Criminal Justice Standards and Training Commission notified Winston last month that he may face further discipline, and the city's police review board will go over the case April 11. Tomorrow's April Fool's Day, by the way, no fooling. April 1. And if there's one thing I cannot stand, it is those, you know, people go on the air oh, and do yeah. some silly oh. ass. Oh, boy. Old lady. I remember one year, Craig Worthing, we were at KAT. No, as a matter of fact, I was already at W Snooze, thank goodness. But Craig was on KAT, and he went on one day and announced on April Fool's Day that he was retiring. Mm. It was his last show. Mm. And all these old ladies, these old yentas, were crying, oh, great. They were in tears. They were having a nervous breakdown. And at the end of the show, April Fool, April Fool. <clears throat> yeah. Or say only... somebody had died, like, you know, like Steve Kane did with Alex Bennett, and then they went back the other way. Yeah. Mr. Kane and Mr. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Kane, Mr. Yeah. Kane, oh, Mr. Bennett, Mr. Kane. We don't have you know just the whole thing. Right. Yeah, cut that. That was, the, that was Alex Bennett's one great radio moment. He, he really shined in that. He shone, not just the top of his head. And he said, cut the, cut the radio talk show bull crap, Steve. Remember that? Right. Are you telling me? Uh, yeah, yeah Mr. Bennett, Mr. Kane, I, I uh, protest. Uh, yeah, oh, that, that Kane, you know, all over the place. And then, then, of course, all of a sudden, this born-again right-wing bull crap, you know, and fundamentalist, homophobic, uh, oh, geez, Steve, you know, it's so sad. I understand, like the Chinese say, master living, you know, everybody's got to make a living. But, oh, brother, it is just tragic. And, of course, he's one of the people that invented the Reverend Pat Mahoney, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. He, he, he's he got a factory where he stamps these people out, you know? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. My vote is for George. He's... WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know why uh, most of my friends about me. Um, the mad dog goes down the line. If he comes in 900, you never call me. Right. So I don't right. know what he's getting his panties up. Now, you, yeah, that, that, well, right. Got arrested. Whatever you said. Five dollars. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. A lot of good phones out there today. Not they have these amazing. I'll tell you, I got my BlackBerry seventy two ninety. I think is what it is. It's seventy two ninety. What do you know? I'll bring it. I'm going to. All right, show it. Hey, can you bring Those your copy of Glenn Gary Glenn Ross too? 
Josh has yeah. not seen that. He has seen the really? Godfather, but has Oh, and I'm also going to bring you uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. That's right. I'll put that in my oh, sack. Oh, the Apocalypse Redux. Just bring your clock. Ah, gee, no, <laughs> I'm only bringing a little Just sack, man. the whole bag. Crazy person. I already got your Jose Canseco book in there, Josh. That's for Josh. All right. But I'll put in there Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and um, talented Mr. Ripley. And what else? And Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I'm never going to watch it anyway. You can have it. You can have it. Take I don't want it. Just to get naked in the Redux version. Like I said, it's all urine. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, Pally. What do you got? Uh, you know, the other day I saw, just to beat off the subject, I saw the movie Fasto for the first time. Yeah. Past the Honey Jr., that was a great movie. Not Past the Honey. Get the Honey Jr. Oh, yeah, Get the Honey Jr., that was a great movie. And I leave you, and I, I leave you with, yeah, and I leave you with, do, 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 do. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? That was good. Yeah, that's what he should have said. You ain't the only. She was so great. She wrote it, she directed it, and Bancroft. Mrs. Mel uh, Brooks. Like I said, how'd you like to be a fly on the wall in that house? Oh, Boy, God. Nonstop hysteria and panic. At least we imagine that that's what it would be I would like. think so. They She's great. 5670560, pound 560 on the horizon. Let's hear from some people who never saw The Godfather. Because Josh can't believe that there's nobody ever saw at least the uh, first one, the original one, Godfather, much less parts two and three. Yeah, I saw the first two, not the third one. That's all right. What? It's not all right. It is all right. No, it is it not is, all right. He continues to have a positive impression of the Godfather series. See. There, there, are things, there are things in Godfather 3 that you there must see, okay? Things. We'll give him the Bad notes. acting, we set that aside. Eli Wallach, Sofia Coppola, George Hamilton, uh, some horrible, Rehashed horrible, lines. horrible dialogue. Now they will fear, now they will fear you. Oh, and yeah. Michael turns around and says, maybe they ought to fear you. Uh-huh. It, was, it, was almost, it was almost like a parody of the first two in some ways. But I still say, here's a, uh, here's a movie that had the balls to tell the story of the Vatican banking scandal, the assassination of a pope, and yet nobody even, uh, because the acting was so bad, that's what made it really a crime. Because the, the story in there was even more powerful than the first two. Remember, he was hanging from mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah, that was his name, Roberto. Uh, uh, I mean, that, that was a true story. That, that, that was a true story. Oh, no, it was fiction. Yeah, right. And, of course, I like the thing with the eyeglasses in the neck. That's always a good one. Yeah, that's great. That's why I got these real thin titanium uh, frames now, just in case. WQAN, hello. Hey, Polly, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. What's going on? Listen, uh, two things, real quick. You were just talking about. You sounded about just like Todd Drek when you said that, you know. Go what? ahead. I said, how's, you you, just, how's this thing going? Oh, uh, you were just talking about Mel Brooks. You know, I just saw uh, Blazing Saddles. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, I haven't seen that in about a hundred years. Let me tell you, that movie. There's no way that that would fly if that was made nowadays and put out. It was like, I, I, I saw it and I was like, man, I can't believe what he did back in like 73 when the movie was released. I yeah. wouldn't get away with, you know. Nowadays right. it would be like, forget it, you know, the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other thing. you how far back, what big giant steps were taken backward, right? <laughs> the other thing I wanted to, to ask you was, Joyce oversees all of your content, correct? Is she like the Hitler lady? Yes. She's, she's the word police, that's correct. Okay, let me ask you, did she put an end to, uh, the one bit you had for years and years since I've been listening to you was Spicket and Freeway. Is that a no-no now? No, actually, we can play that. How do you like that? Oh, that would be killer, man. Coming up I right after the break. It. Coming up right after the break, Pally. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's one, for me, all right? it's, it's one of the 15 we can still play. Thanks. All right, have a good one, Neil. Boy, boy. Yeah, remember the day we played that? I said, well, let's see how much of this we can play. And actually, there's nothing in there. Well, at least not that we can find, although I'm sure if we pass it by that bitch... 
You know. Yes. Hey, Joyce, so. you think we can? No. Hey, what about no? No. Huh? no. Hey, Joyce, what about no. no? It was a bad, bad mistake. Somebody made a really bad error in judgment when they brought that bitch in. I'm going to tell you that right now. And then when they gave her power over a over a business that she knows nothing about, that was really stellar. No. Nice going, honey. Man. Clerics of Three Faiths Protest Gay Festival planned for Jerusalem. Boy. Boy. International gay leaders are planning a 10-day worldwide World Pride Festival and parade in Jerusalem in August, saying they want to make <coughs> a statement about tolerance and diversity in the holy city. That's tolerance and perversity, home to three great religious traditions. Now major leaders of the three faiths, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, are making a rare show of unity to try to stop the festival. They say the event would desecrate the city and convey the erroneous impression that homosexuality is acceptable. You fairy! They're creating a deep and terrible sorrow that is unbearable. Shlomo Amar, Israel's Sephardic chief rabbi, said yesterday at a news conference in Jerusalem attended by Israel's two chief rabbis, the patriarchs of the Roman Catholic, Greek Orthodox, and Armenian churches, and three senior Muslim prayer leaders, it hurts all the religions. We're all against it. You see? Most religions, they can't agree on anything except when it comes to bigotry and hate and intolerance and narrow-mindedness. Yeah, we're with you. Abdel Aziz Bukhari, a Sufi sheik, added, We can't permit anybody to come and make the holy city dirty. They so dirty. This is very ugly and very nasty to have these people come to Jerusalem. And, of course, we know that there are no uh, flamers in, in Israel, right? Right. What a or concept. any of those religions. No, no. Israeli authorities have not indicated what action, if any, they might take to limit the events. Banning the festival would seem unlikely, though the government could withhold the required permits for specific events, like a parade. Oh, not one of those. Interfaith agreement is unusual in Israel. The leader's joint opposition was initially generated by the Reverend Leo Giovanetti, an evangelical pastor from San Diego, who is both a veteran of the American culture war over homosexuality and a frequent visitor to Israel, where he's formed relationships with rabbis and politicians. In other words, he's a professional homophobe. Organizers of the Gay Pride event, Jerusalem World Pride 2005, said that 75 non-Orthodox rabbis had signed a statement of support for the event and that Christian and Muslim leaders, as well as Israeli politicians, were expected to announce their support soon. They said they were dismayed to see what, uh, that what united their opponents was their objection to homosexuality. That is something new. I've never witnessed before such an attempt to globalize bigotry, said Hagay El-Ad. That's Hagay ha el The executive director of Jerusalem Open House, a gay and lesbian group that's host for the festival. It's quite sad and ironic that these religious figures are coming together around such a negative message. Oh, yeah, it's very unusual, isn't it? Yeah. When religions come together about, uh, about negative messages. Uh, of course, you know, they're all probably doing each other. Oh, now, what is this, this living will I got here? Oh, it's just a cute humorous thing. That the real message is at the bottom. Uh, oh, that's cute. Cute, but not, uh, not worthwhile. I wish you'd have saved my paper. Sorry. Twelve minutes after one. You know, that thing with the living will, now, somebody suggested we put that on our website. Maybe we uh, ought to put a link to it there, because there is a living will. What do you think? Whatever. Well, what do you mean by that? I think a lot more people, if nothing else, you know, all these corny things about, well, something good can come out of this Terry thing, you know, with that. Huh? Then what will we talk about for a month? Come on. Let's not take the easy, the lazy way out, like putting them bimbo on there with no name. That's good, by the way. She's, she's hot. I'll try to be real selective. No. No, that, that's, that's, I'm just joking about that. She's uh, outstanding. That's one of the yeah. best pictures we've had on there in a very long time. Almost as erotic as the boon in the box. <laughs> well... Hey, I'm going to tell you one thing, man. When he was young, he was a pretty guy. You know, he was pretty. Real pretty. And, yeah, of course, he's pretty now. old and pretty idiotic. Although he had a brother, you know, that was a vegetable. I think his brother was Carrot Top. 113 at 560 WQAM. I'm sure you're familiar with uh, by now with Anthony Caliendo, our main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage. So before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you don't know. 
Did you know that most banks only work with three different mortgage products? And if your credit is less than absolutely, positively, absolutely. perfect, get ready to hear the most famous two-letter word in the English language, N-O. No. If you're not working with the right lender, chances of you're getting approved are only 50-50. So do yourself a big, fat favor. Call right now. Call Anthony Caliendo, the main man, one 888 loan and let the main man and his team put you into a mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender or maybe even being turned down because you called the wrong number. Call the main man today at Acceptance Capital Mortgage toll-free. It's one 888 loan That's one 888 loan Don't forget, every time they close a loan, a portion is donated to kids in distress. So why call anybody else? Avoid the old bait and swish. Call Anthony Caliendo, the main man today, at 888-483-LOAN. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively on 560-QAM. Miami Town at 560 WQAM. Turned about that house doubt. Listen. Chances are. Hi. Hello. Water's warm, huh? I'll say. You uh, come here often? Pardon me? Have you been here before? No, first time. Oh. What's your name? Freeway. Freeway, that's nice. I'm Spigot. Pleased to meet you, Spigot. Same here. Ah, you uh, here to get uh, clean or what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Hmm. You uh, work around here? I'm a waiter, but actually I'm an actor, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's tough, isn't mm. it? You probably need to relax. Oh, I'll say, but, you know, with everything that's in the news and all, it's just... Hey, tough. you can start relaxing right now, Freeway. I uh, brought something. Ooh, uh... Sheath. Mm-hmm. And Freeway, not just any sheath, either. Look. Wow, gold lame. <laughs> Pretty kicky condom, huh? Mm. But here's the most important part, Freeway. Mm. The Protect label. Protect, huh? Aren't those endorsed by the by... City Council of San Francisco? Absolutely. You know the Protect slogan, don't you? I sure do. Mm-hmm. Certified safe by the city by the bay. <laughs> well, what do you say? Darn, look at that. I dropped the soap again. Oh. I'll get it. <laughs> you bet your life he will. And with confidence. Because Freeway and Spicket have condom scent. Don't let worry spoil those chance meetings in public showers. Always carry Protect. P-R-O-T-E-C-T. My mind free as can be. P-R-O-T-E-C-T. Bend down with no apology. Don't doubt. Know what it's all about. The Protect Sheep. So they won't send you a wreath. Protect Condoms, a division of Black Flag House and Garden Pest Control Division, keeping situation safe since 1887. You fairy. 119 at QAM. 795 vote on the poll. If we'd have pushed, we could have done 1,000 again today, but you know what? I just don't, uh, I'm not into it. Tired of pushing. Tired of pushing. Other than politics, in fact, remember that thing? Was it you that put the, uh, did the pushing? The right. pushing, remember that? We've got that. In there, yeah. I don't think we can play it, though. Was it you? Yeah, we are. Hey, young hey, man. Uh, listen, I've seen your. I think we can play that, can't we? Nothing wrong with that. Hey, young man. Just says uh, water. Listen, I've seen you hanging around my house and yeah, I. There's something I want to talk to you about. What is it, Mr. Boyd? Listen here now. Yeah. I'm going to put it this way. Yeah. 
wasn't you who did the pushing, put the stains upon the cushion, footprints on the dashboard upside down. Hey, what? Wasn't you, you Bronco Bill, been messing with my daughter Jill? If it was, you'd better leave this town. Well, what do you gotta say? Uh, yes, twas I who did the pushing, put the stains upon the cushion, footprints on the dashboard upside down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But since I'm messing with your daughter, I've had trouble passing water, so I guess we're even all around. Why you? Wait, Come wait, over wait, here. Hey, we can play that. So there's two of them we can still play. Hey, there you go, Joyce. How do you like that? Better pass it by Joyce, though, before we play it again. 795 votes, other than politicians whose death you most eagerly await. And, of course, we started this poll. I uh, wrote it last night before Terry died at 9.05 this morning. Terry died. Jerry Falwell, 282. Terry Schiavo, 133. You got your wish. You heartless bastards. The Pope, 103. Mo Howard David, he's opened up a little bit of a lead on me. Mo's got 56. My own, 48. That's a bunch of suicidal people out there. We can understand. Probably mostly callers. Neil Rogers, 47. Mo's got me by nine right now. My mother-in-law, 23. Don Imus, 18. Fidel Castro, 17. OJ, 15. Rush Limbaugh, 11. Robert Novak, 11. My spouse, 11. George and George Steinbrenner, 4. George and George. George and Jorge, 4 apiece. Scott Peterson, 3. Prozac Ron, 3. Reverend Jones, 3. My ex-spouse, 2. Greg Reed's got one. And Father Shanley, he's got the big oh. so far. But he'll get his. We'll, we'll see. In the end. Like Linda Blair said, in time. In time. I'll tell you one thing, if there are people who haven't seen the Godfather, the Exorcist Network, and, um, you know, there are just a few that are mandatory. Deliverance? Right. I think that all, like, teenagers before they graduate should see Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh, and that one. Man. Here's what awaits you. That is just... Where did you learn your trade, you idiot? (laughs) Whoever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living, you company man, you fairy. Well, that sounds just like some dialogue, you know, because he's screaming at the boss. Can you imagine somebody uh, yelling all that stuff? Oh, yeah, who Duff? would talk to their uh, manager like that? Oh, that's right. I was just thinking about Duff. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM, hello, not there on line one. See that line one? Mark it down. All right. WQAM, hello. Uh, see line two? Mark it down. QAM, hello. I'm glad I'm on a puck. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Nil. Yes, sir, Nil. Hey, I just wanted to set something straight. I was listening to the beginning of the Mo show yesterday. Yes, sir. And he did not say he was going to kill you. Yeah. He said he was going to kill... Well, he left it open. He said he was going to kick somebody's ass, but mm-hmm. he did not mention you by name. Yeah. The only reason I'm bringing that up is because I don't want to listen to 10 minutes of him doing what a bunch of mouth-breathing monkeys that, you know, your listeners are. Train monkeys. Train monkeys, yeah. Okay. But he didn't say he didn't threaten you directly or personally. Yeah. But he left it open. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm sure he left it open. Rectum. Yeah, oh, that too. There you go. Okay, yeah, you're great. You, Pally. We love you. Thanks for straightening you out and the story, too. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get Zach. I'm going to get Jody. I'm going to get this one. I'm going to get George fired. I'm going to get Neil. I'm going to get Hank. I, you know, more against the world. That's his life. You know? It's Mull against the universe. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi. Uh, just uh, wanted to do the poll. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm going to give you uh, a talk-up between Benny Hinn and Paul Crouch. Oh, good one. Good Quinella. Thank you so much. All right. Benny Hinn and Paul's Crouch. Yeah, don't make us choose. 
I'm telling you, God's starting to get pretty PO'd with his Good. crap. He's had it. He's playing catch-up? He's uh, eating ketchup. He said, no mayonnaise in my fries. Think God eats fries? Why not? Yeah, he won't wonder, God from them. wonder if God eats at McDonald's, Burger King, or Wendy's. All, all three Certainly at not time. at Pollo Tropical lately. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular wireless line. Maybe it was his finger in the chili. Ah, 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 ah. Maybe it was the finger of God in that chili. That could Very be it. God eats at Wendy's. Leave it to Joshua to get his finger on it. Yeah. It God eats at Wendy's. The long finger of the Lord is in your fries. Like Michael Jackson used to say to them little kids, the long finger of Michael is in your thighs. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, did you catch uh, South Park last night? We're in Levi. No, George saw it, though. Ah, oh, man, it was great. It was great. At Terry Shivo. <laughs> It was great, is what I heard. Yeah, is that what you heard? Uh, yeah, George already told me it was great, and they were doing a Terry Shibo bunch of stuff. But, of course, now she died, so... I'm glad they got it's it a, in before she did. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a good thing they got it in there. Did she died? Yeah, she died. 9.05 this morning, they finally uh, were able to put an end to it. Well, I mean, she just died, you know, because they pulled that... Cube! Increasingly influential social... Cons oh, look at that. They were, this, this is old uh, stuff. They got the uh, crucifix there, and there's Randall Terry screaming and yelling. The pro-life, pro-family, Republican people of various legislative levels, statewide and federal-wide, who have used pro-life, pro-family, conservative rhetoric to get into power, and then when they have that power, they refuse to use it. Right. Yes, you, you should vote him out, Randall. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, he's just going to go up, blow everybody up. That's what he's going to do. That's his, that's his answer to everything. Old shoot him up, Randall. WQAM, hello. Uh, hi, Neil. Um, I know it would be improper for you to suggest this, but... WQAM, hello. Hey, man, I think everybody should uh, celebrate for him. Maybe that's who... I guess that's who Mo was talking about. He said he's going to kick somebody's ass. It was him. We'll hold him down. Yeah. WQAM, hello. What's up, Neil? How's it going? Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, just so you know, out in Weston, while they're falsifying all their police statistics on solving crimes, they're now today shooting radar off our Vida Parkway. So the ramp's 55 when you get off the ramp, but they're sitting right there to give you a ticket when you go in 30. So thanks to Ken, Jenny, and the BSO for falsifying all our Broward crime statistics. You Nazi pinko pig, you bastard, you. Excellent. Good job, Pally. Couldn't have said it better myself. Ken, Jenny, man, the possum. Maybe he's just playing possum, you know? Speaking of people with a bad bald spot, he oh. is unctuous, man. He is just rambunctious. I'm just curious, take a look at how. I mean, the other ones, it's obvious. Falwell's got it licked, right? Does he? But me and Mo, 57 for Mo. You both? 48 for yours truly. I, I can catch him. I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone. You're listening to Neil Rogers, exclusively. Got you down. Everybody hates everybody all the time. Absolutely. Right in 
stand in the gridlock of rush hour. At the window, someone calls you at a tone. You fairy. Everybody hates everybody all the time. So how does it get to do? Something in the breeze is wafting from Papa No. Oh, my God. 132, something's rotten in Denmark, baby, and I can smell it all the way over here. It's wafting. You know what I mean? It's wafting over here. Waffles? 28 till 2 at QM. we got a star-studded lineup today. Now, tomorrow, 1130, those numbers come out. Boy, is that pressure-packed or what? What? I don't know what. The parents of girls under 18 would have to be notified when their daughters are seeking an abortion under one or two abortion measures approved yesterday by legislative committees in Tallahassee. <clears throat> The other would spell out an array of regulations that abortion clinics would have to abide by, from rules dealing with sterilizing equipment and the training of employees uh, to requirements for having certain rooms and equipment. Sponsors of that bill said it's aimed at making sure abortion clinics are safe, noting they're not regulated as thoroughly as other health care facilities, but opponents said the bill simply singles out abortion clinics for extra regulation as another way to make it difficult for them to operate. Oh, both measures gained easy approval. The parental notice bill still must be heard in one more committee before it can reach the full Senate for a vote. The measure adding regulations for abortion clinics is headed to the House floor for a vote. The legislature is widely expected to pass a parental notice law because it voted last year for a proposed constitutional amendment to make such a law possible, and voters approved the ballot measure in November. How about 45 for abortion uh, notice? What do you say? I have to okay. get a slip from your parents and uh, from uh, Alberto Gonzalez and Jose Jimenez and Ileana Rosanna Dana. What do you say? All of these things? That's Florida. There's your fat-ass governor, by the way, somewhere in a parking garage. This year, related to her case, and I, I encourage that, and, I, and I'm appreciative of, of Senator... Oh, what a moron. Anyway, here's a fax that says, from Brian. Oh, yeah, this is Brian, who's not Chinese, who turns 50 tomorrow, April Fool's Day. Well, 50 is a spring chicken compared to an old fart like me. Did <laughs> you hear that? I heard it. He says, Mo has no grasp of the concept of your show. He is the new kid in town. He's been here. For, first of all, if he's a kid, boy, uh, good luck to all of us. And number two, he's been on. He's been with us for three years now. You know, I mean, is that going to be the the new kid in town? It says, Mr. Howard David, A.K.A. Mo, never mentioned in his rant that he was looking to find certain people or to fire certain people off your radio station yesterday when he arrived at QAM. Hank, before his arrival, called him Howard. Be thy name. Mr. Howard David, a.k.a. Mo, was going to change AM radio with comprehensive chat, including sports. Every time you play a Howard David, a.k.a. Mo bit, it's publicity to him. Last week, he was saying his daughter was expecting a baby. I was dumped for suggesting a name, Monique. That would be kind That's of unique, cute. wouldn't it? Monique, what's wrong with that? It's a good name. I like that name, but they dumped him. Many of us trained monkeys will now be waiting for Mr. Howard David's show, a.k.a. Mo, starting at 2 p.m. for his response. Have a tape rolling, says Brian. Well, maybe I will, and maybe I won't. And maybe we do, and maybe we don't. And quite frankly, who gives a flying, you know? Fake. It's getting really ponderous, you know, this whole business of this outrage, this anger. He took this poll, and I know he contrived it to make me look bad. Yeah. I got news for you, man. When you keep carrying on like some kind of an overgrown child, it doesn't take anything by anybody else to make you look bad, okay? Just make yourself look like a petulant, uh, humorless child in long pants. Or maybe in short pants, like out on the golf course. Oh, that's right. I better wear my real sloppy pants when I'm in town next week, you know? By the extra sloppy baggy ones? I'm sure they're still around. <clears throat> oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hola. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I got another one for your poll. Yes. Another George. George W. 
Yeah, okay. Other than politicians, who's day you know, there you go. Brilliant. Really brilliant, Pally. Okay, you got a real, uh, the mind of a rocket scientist, okay? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. Do you celebrate Purim? WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, I'd like to put Ken Jennings on the list today. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Not Ken Jenny, he said Ken Jennings. That's the show that you would watch because it's for soothes. Right, right, whatever you say. Right. You watch it. Yeah, but it's not for Don't put yourself in jeopardy. It's for suits, man. You don't know any of the answers. Doesn't mean I don't. I don't know. I don't care about the answers. If I knew the answers, I'd, I'd really question suit, my existence. Suit doesn't mean anything. Mm. You know, above your level. I like a wheel of fortune. Okay. The word suit means. I like playing the game in the casino. I like watching the show on TV. I just like it. Sorry. Right. And I guess most of the puzzles too, because it's for simpletons like me. Okay. Anything a little more intellectual than that, it's beyond my scope. Oh, and of course, scope. You can drink that through a tube. <laughs> WQAM. Hello. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing? Got a okay. question. Okay. Good evening. On your uh, poll, you have George down there last. Is that that mental manipulation you were talking about? Yes, that's it. Vote? You got I it. I just wanted to check. Thank you. You're on to us, yeah. <laughs> of course, the only problem is, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, Benny Hinn and Paul Crotch are last with the big O. My right. ex-spouse has got two. Father Shanley's got two. And George is up there even past George Steinbrenner. Little George Rodriguez got five. How do you like that? He's alive and he got five. Well, he's still alive right now. For now. But you never know. Especially at QAM. You never know when you're going to get the gas. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going, sir? Pretty good. Especially if uh, Josh Frieden comes back for a visit. Yes. Do uh, you remember the character on in, um, Godfather that said um, we hit him with five shots and he's still alive? Yeah. What's his name? Salazzo. Virgil oh. Salazzo. Salazzo. Okay, that's that Somebody that was saying Mo. that to him. No, no, he's the one that said that, um, the one that tried to take out Vito. Let me say it again. Oh, Virgil Salazzo, pay no attention no, no, no. to what George is saying. Right. Trust me when I tell you, okay? Well, and have a great day. Have a great day. Now, what are you trying to say? It was one of the soldiers reporting to Salazzo who said it. No. Okay. The guy comes over. There, he's got Tom Hagen. They just right. uh, kidnapped Tom Hagen. Well, not really kidnapped. They just took right, a little right. chat for a while, from his right. Christmas shopping. <laughs> And they come out, and they're standing outside, and the guy comes in, but buzzes against Salazzo report in his ear. And Salazzo said, they hit him with five shots, and he's still alive. You are correct. And then he says, that's bad news for him and bad news for you if you don't sell the deal to Sonny. Bad news for me. Right. Bad news if you don't sell the deal to Santino. It's bad news for you. Right? Right. You're questioning my Salazzo expertise, man? Sorry, I'm moving my job. Virgil Salazzo. And, of course, Captain McCloskey, played by the great, what was his name, Robert Sterling? Right, that, Sterling, that Hayden. Sterling Hayden. Sterling, Sterling, Sterling Hayden. Silver. Sterling Hayden. Okay? Not Hyman. Hayden. I remember Bobby Hyman on the dating show. With much dismay. And look at the next spot on the log. What does it say there? What does it say on the log? Look at that, Josh. Yeah. What does it say on that first spot? Sterling. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Oh, my God. How do I do it? How do I do it? Q-A-M. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Greaseball, Goombars come out of the woodwork. It's new and it's at Burger King. Godfather Trilogy action figures. They're fun for the whole family. Collect all ten mob action figures with each Whopper, fries, and super large drink. And that's a super large drink. No exceptions. Get Sonny in his favorite garbage can so you can beat the crap out of Carlo after he punches out Sonny's sister. Or get the bullet-riddled body of Sonny after he gets it at the Jersey toll booth. Wow, isn't that great? Impress all your friends with the Don himself. I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. 
you. So start organizing your neighborhood now and get the Godfather action figures. Remember, it's only business, and it's at Burger King. El Paso on that place, I'll tell you that right now. It kind of fits right in with that uh, rubber meat. 144, oh, speaking of rubber meat, meat, malnutrition among the youngest Iraqis has almost doubled. I thought everything was going well over there. Oh, we're fine. Malnutrition among the youngest Iraqis has almost doubled since... What are you yelling about? Doesn't. Has almost doubled since U.S.-led invasion toppled Saddam Hussein. A hunger specialist told the U.N. human rights body yesterday in a summary of previously reported studies on health in Iraq. You can't complain about the health there because there isn't any. Malnutrition, which is exacerbated by a lack of clean water and adequate sanitation, is a major killer of children in poor countries. Children who survive are usually physically and mentally impaired for life and more vulnerable to disease. The situation facing Iraqi youngsters is a result of the war led by coalition forces, they said. Jean Ziegler, UN Human Rights Commission's uh, special expert, uh, she said um, her previous targets have included Swiss banks, China, Brazil, Israeli treatment of Palestinians. Overall, more than a quarter of Iraqi children don't get enough to eat. The U.S. delegation and other coalition countries declined to respond to its presentation, which compiled the finding of studies con conducted by other specialists. They're just our mom, you know. Oh, we got nothing to say that. No, we don't know nothing about it. Right? Right. What? Things are, things are hunky-dunky. In fact, on CBS, they're okie-dokie in Iraq. In Iraqi. Yeah, okie-dokie. Seriously, he ought to be taken out to the Okefenokee swamps. Remember Miller's Crossing? Yes. How they took the guy out into the woods? Yes. Mm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Not there. What a shock. WQAM, hello. Neil, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. A uh, couple quick things. I'm, I could not believe that George Bush got on TV and talked about this Terry Silo thing. Reprehensible. Number two, the Pope looks like a rabbi. Number three, Howard David, go away. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, man. He touched all the bases there, huh? All over. The Pope looks like a rabbi, he said. Not, not with that color beanie on, though. I don't think. You see a rabbi with, um, with a pink beanie like that, and probably you're going to say. You fairy. Yeah. I never saw no rabbi with a pink beanie. Although the Pope, he sure is color-coordinated, you know. All those Getskis over there, man, they got, the, they got the green. The green ones are my favorites. Oh, those are beauties. You know the ones like I'm talking the, about? Like, yeah, but I like the red ones. The real plush velvet, the thick green, and the red ones. Oh, man. Real thick velvet. And, of course, the altar boys every now and then get a hold of it, and they say, can that be felt? And, unfortunately, usually it is. Sometimes by the Swiss Guard. WQAM, hello. I just punched about seven lines. QAM, hello. Uh, Neil. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, can I ask a question about The Godfather, my favorite subject? The Please, movie? go right ahead. The this is Godfather Intensive Radio, man. Virgil Salazzo lives. Of all time. Yes. You were talking about Salazzo. Uh, for some reason, he wasn't, he wasn't Sicilian, but they, they referred to him as a Turk or something. Yeah, he's a Turk, you know, but very good with a knife, but only in matters of business. Was he Sicilian? That's right. He was, because they referred no. to him as like, oh, I don't know He was a Turk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there could be Italians in Turkey, don't you think? He spoke Italian, and uh, but uh, they well, that's, uh, well, wait a minute. Let me ask you this: Are there Italians in America? Of course, there are. Are there Italians in America who speak Italian? I'm sure. Well, there you go. Although his name did end in the, oh! you got a good point there, yeah. Salazzo. Yeah. I don't, well, well right. you know what? I'm going to check it out. Yeah, really. It's uh, they kind of look down on him as being a little tree. lower life, like a lower life than uh, than a Sicilian. You know, they right. were uh, upper class Sicilians. But check it out. We'll, we'll check it out. We'll do some very uh, heavy-duty investigation on it, don't you think? Huh? No. Oh. Makes some sense to me, though. But uh, they referred to him as the Turk. The Remember Turk. they were having yeah. that meeting? They discussed it when he wanted to get them involved in the drugs and that white powder. A lot and of money. He said, there's a lot of money in that white powder. Remember that? 
I did. Oh, you mean to tell me that uh, you're going to guarantee uh, you and my baby? Remember that? Mm-hmm. That the taxes are going to guarantee yeah, our no, I think I think I got that. Uh, wait a minute. When he says uh, sometimes they my they talk, and I don't have that. I thought I had that. I'm a sentimental. Oh yeah, no, here it is. I do have it. They talk when they should listen. Yeah, we got the whole thing. I have a sentimental weakness for my children, and I spoil them as you can see. They talk when they should listen. Yeah, and if you didn't like that movie, it begins with a G. Here's one. Where did you learn your trade, you idiot? <laughs> Whoever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for? Is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living. You company man. You fairy. Yeah, I think that was a conversation between one of our salespeople and Stiffy when he first uh, came on board. Like about a week ago. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. He's doing a hell of a job, that guy. WDQAM, hello. What up? WDQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Okay, right. WQAM, hello. QAM, with the radio turned way up in the back. Going once, going twice. I'd hate to miss out on this one. I bet you it's going to be really good. Hello. Hey, you got one for your poll. Yes, sir. The higher pally guy. Hi, oh, Excellent choice. Dave Friedman, get him on there. The higher pally guy you can put on there, huh? All right. What do you say? Oh, and you know what I forgot to play? What did you forget to play? I forgot to play... Oh, yeah. In honor of my close personal friend who hates me like poison. Public, baby. Only in Miami. <laughs> Mickey Mouse office. Mr. Mouse? <laughs> no. Uh, who's it? It's Michael Eisner. Hey, Michael Eisner? Hey, <laughs> Hold on a second. Why is no one answering my phone, Rick? Uh, sorry, boss. It's Donnie Osmond. Donnie Osmond, what do you want? It's, it's Michael Eisner, sir. It's not Donnie Osmond. It's Michael Eisner, the Puss president. <laughs> 
you, pal. Sir? I was looking at the ratings for this nightmare you had us going through. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. What a smashing success, sir. What? This thing was in the toilet. It was unbelievable. If you break down the demographics. Oh, you know what, Eisner? Say that. I'm just happy it's over. Sir, I believe the second go-around will be much better. The second go-around? You must be on crack. We're not doing that thing again. Why do you want to bring that back? Because the first time around, you barely missed toppling the entire network? Well, 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 sir, it's already done. What do you mean it's already done? Nobody ever told me it was already done. Hang on. Remus! I'm on the phone with Remus! Yeah, well, What the hell are you doing? Running some conduit, Ma. Do it quietly, Remus. That's not quiet enough, Remus. That bluebird stinks like an armpit. Sir, our uh, May sweeps will be amazing. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, too. Instead of 15 nights, 40 straight nights. 40 nights of I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. You're killing me. And the celebrities, 10 times better. Oh, my God. We got... Hold on. Remus? Remus? Yeah, boss. Take the harmonica. Yeah. Slide it up your back end. Walk it up. All right, <laughs> All right. We've got Bernie Capel. Who? Bernie Capel, the doctor from the Love Boat. Oh, for heaven's sakes, he hasn't worked since he did the Stop Snoring Spray commercial. We've got a real hottie, Adrian Barbeau. Oh, my God, she's terrible. And someone I know you'll love, Billy Bush. Oh, wait a minute, is that the president's annoying nephew? That's the one. Oh, for heaven's sake, you can't put him on there. And Hold on. Yeah. Remus, I'm on the phone. Can't hear you, boss. Stop drilling. What are you making? Making a new credenza, boss. What's wrong with my old credenza? Your shellac M shot. My shellac M shot. That's right, shellac M shot. Oh. Make you do it. Oh. oh, I don't care who you have on this nightmare. Well, we definitely have some major A-listers, sir. Uh, We've got Scott Bakula uh -huh. and Leonard Nimoy. Even Remus doesn't remember Leonard Nimoy. Sure I do, boss. Remus, I wasn't addressing you. Sorry, boss, but he was father of those Oh, my God. I'm surrounded by idiots. Hey, Remus, I thought I told you to put that harmonica off your butt. Sorry, I bought it, boss. Oh, don't fart in the office, Remus. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, it's a good thing we didn't have any audio of Remus farting there. We'd be in deep uh, doo-doo, you know? Yes. Oh, so to speak. Yeah, I, you know, the reason I haven't played a lot of those is because uh, they're in here under, uh, like, with a slash, you know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> As opposed to where I thought they were. So I apologize profusely. We'll do a lot of Mickey and uh, Eisner stuff uh, maybe all day tomorrow after the ratings come out. 887 votes on the poll today. Other than politicians, whose death you most eagerly await? Jerry Falwell, 294. Terry Schiavo, 138, just to get it over with already, and she did at 9.05 this morning. Too late. The Pope, 112. Mo Howard David at 65. Neil Rogers, 52. Mo has opened up a 13-vote lead on me, but I'm, I'm right on his tail. My own, 49. 49 suicidal people out there, and after talking to many of them, it's easy to understand. OJ's got... About 30, man. How do you like that? Fidel, 27. My mother-in-law, 24. Rush Limbaugh, 21. Imus, 18. The I-Man. Bob Novak, 12. My spouse, 11. Little George, 8. 
Scott Peterson, six. Reverend Jones, four. George Steinbrenner, four. Greg Reed, three. My ex-spouse, three. Prozac Ron, three. Father Shanley, two. Benny Hinn, one. And so far, Dave Friedman and Paul Crotch have got the big... Oh! Bye, bye, bye!